I can't tell if we're live or not. We're getting some weird goings on with this show. And I have to imagine that's uh, for obvious reasons. I think we're good. Yeah, it looks like, yeah, we're getting some weird, weird background studio stuff going on. Huh. I'll see if I can fix it. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a crazy, crazy, crazy show for you tonight. Um, whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, I see what happened. What happened? No, I can't tell what we're happened. We're live right now. I see you. We're, we're, we're actually, it's public. You know, this might, this actually happened on my first uh, Adam Cast episode. I see what happened. I see what happened. There's no, no, no nefarious goings on. Okay. okay. No nefarious goings on. Right, cool. I am going to share. YouTube that. glitch at the worst possible oh moment. Gosh. Ladies and gentlemen, there was a judge. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I don't want to bury this. I want to make sure everybody who's tuning in right now knows what's up. There was a judge involved in the Epstein, who was assigned to the Epstein case having to do with Deutsche Bank, tracking how, like, it's the, a lawsuit basically involving the, these banks tracking Epstein money were not properly doing it. Right. Someone showed up to the judge's house dressed like a FedEx delivery guy. And when the judge's son opened the door, he put the gun to his heart, pulled the trigger, blew the dude's heart out, Oof. dead. Yep. Fired at the husband, critically injured. Now, here's where it gets crazy, because I talked about this earlier. They find the guy later, self-inflicted gunshot wound, they said. And all of a sudden, my phone's blowing up. I'm getting people hitting me up like, dude, and I'm like, I know, and we're all like, what? This is crazy. Yeah. This so is so, so uh, we, we put this, this video up. And right as I was about to click live, it goes private. And I was like, no way, dude. I think we just got shut down. So I can't actually see the YouTube back end right now. I'm trying I, to. I, this, so as I was saying, this happened to me. Like I, the very first episode, it, it like closed out. And I was like, I was like, oh, F. And I like said it. And oh, then, no. And then uh, somebody hit me up on Twitter and said, you're live. And then I looked over at Ian. And I'm like, are we live? And he was looked at, he had his computer here. And he's like, yeah, we're live. And I was like, oh, well, what's going on? So when I went back into it through the studio, yeah, what you're doing right now? Yeah, 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 dude. I, I was freaking okay, out. So we're, now we're, we're late. Back. All right, good, I was good. freaking out. I was like, no way, dude. They shut us down. Yeah. Because look, before we started this, we're going to talk about what's going on with the, with, with the Epstein stuff and a, li a little bit as it pertains to finances, because I got to be honest, you know, Adam's like, they're going to shut us down. You know, like, we, we literally had the conversation about it right before we decided to do this as the story earlier today. And I was like, I don't know. Like, it feels like and he's like, no, I did a video. I did a video earlier and it was man. So so the way YouTube works now is that you do a video. You choose if you break if you broke the rules. I kid you not. It'll be like, did you break any of these rules? And I'm like, no, I didn't. And it was manually reviewed. And they said, you are good, good to go. And I'm like, I'm talking about the, an assassination. Right. I think I said five times they put a bullet through his heart. And I'm like, if YouTube says this is okay, because usually what I expect to happen is total demonetization. Right. But this time they're like, no, nah, it's okay. I'm very careful. I censor a lot of words. I try to make, everything, make sure everything's family friendly so that even if the story is crazy, I don't say certain things. So I decided, you know, let's do this. And then sure enough, as we're getting ready to do the show, I, I clicked go live and it said private. And wow. we couldn't actually see anything working. And that's when I, I thought we were we were knocked out. I was like, they got us. I they thought so too, out. man. As soon as I saw it, I was like, oh no, this is it. We're not just going to talk about this. I I'm just, gonna, I'm, I'm I had just tweeted it out, like a hit tweet, and it and went it was, out, and then went, and then you're like, oh, we're, we're banned. Down. And I was like, uh, I, I well, deleted the tweet. I said they got us. <laughs> they got you. Said they got us. And they I was like, us. oh so, no, let me get rid of the tweet so people the, don't think to come to in the YouTube nothing. in the YouTube studio back end. Everything looked good. I clicked go live, and then it went. This video is private. 
And I was like, whoa, 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 no, no, no. So what YouTube does is they force private videos when they want to do a fast ban. So when I was talking about a certain CIA whistleblower, Mm. they did a force private on me on on two videos. And so you you go into your settings and it says this video is made private. You can't do anything about it. Yeah, wow. Can't do anything. And then the weirdest thing happened. One of the videos they removed of mine just was like a, an image. So like when you go in the YouTube studio, yeah. you see a list of all your videos and the metrics and you highlight it. And when you highlight it, it like changes color and then you can click things and go into it. But when they did this to me, when YouTube just like, like fast removed a video, you couldn't highlight anything. It was almost like it was just a background image that wasn't actually there. Whoa. And there was no stats. There was no links. It was just a video and it said the name and you couldn't click it. Yeah, oh, no. that was that was during the weird CIA whistleblower phase of the impeachment. You know, all that Ukraine stuff. Yeah, yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna talk about this. But my friends, my friends, we're gonna go over this story. I'm very anti-conspiracy theory, so I hope you're all prepared for me to be very skeptical about a lot of stuff. But we're gonna have fun with it. But I, I'm gonna I'm also gonna bring up the story from a, a story from 2013 about a journalist named Michael Hastings. Mainstream reporters. Okay, this is a journalist, somehow died, car accident. It's very, very suspect circumstances. This guy's, you know, uh, rest in peace. I mean, with all due respect to Michael Hastings and his family and everything, but he was, uh, according to the story, worried about someone tampering with his car, asked to borrow someone else's car, panicked, and then like a day later, his car was going 70 miles an hour down the road, slammed into a tree, and some apparently experts said it sounded like a car hack. This guy was doing some like deep investigation. And I'll tell you why journalism is, is, is dead in this, in, in this country and many parts of the world. It's because of stories like the one we're about to tell you. As I said a moment ago, a FedEx delivery driver, that's who walked up to this house and apparently, you know, knocked on the door, rang the doorbell. 20-year-old kid answers it. You see a FedEx guy out the window. What do you do? Answer the door. Bolt to the chest. Bang. That's why journalists are gone. This is a judge, mind you. That's why I want to talk about Michael Hastings. So let's just, let's, let's, not even, let's not even mess around. We got a lot to talk about in this story. Here's the first story from the Financial Times. Gunman attacks house of judge overseeing Epstein lawsuit. FBI identifies anti-feminist lawyer as primary subject in shooting that killed Esther Salas's son. Now, this is another really weird aspect of the story. The dude apparently was like a men's rights activist. They say anti-feminist, but he was, you know, he wasn't suing like, I don't know. It sounds like he was a men's rights lawyer. Okay. So this is all part weird part. But let's let's read. I'll give you the full context. They say. The FBI has identified a self-described anti-feminist lawyer as the primary subject in a brutal attack against the home of a federal judge in New Jersey that killed her 20-year-old son and injured her husband. In a tweet on Monday, the FBI's branch in Newark, New Jersey, said that Roy Den Hollander, who is known for pursuing legal claims alleging discrimination against men, was the main target in its investigation into the deadly Sunday shooting at the home of Judge Esther Salas. The FBI confirmed that Den Hollander was dead after media reports said he had been found in New York State. Last week, Judge Salas, who was not hurt in the assault, had been assigned to oversee a lawsuit filed by investors against Deutsche Bank. They alleged that the bank had made false and misleading statements with regards to its anti-money laundering practices and had improperly monitored high-risk customers, including the late disgraced Epstein. Authorities have not linked uh, the shooting to the Deutsche Bank case. The FBI has not offered any motive for the attack. Bill Barr, the U.S. Attorney General on Monday, said... This kind of lawless, evil action carried out against a member of the federal judiciary will not be tolerated. Judge Salas 
and her family are in our thoughts at this, uh, at this time as they cope with this senseless act. Phil Murphy, the governor of New Jersey, wrote on Twitter. According to CNN, the gunman was disguised as a FedEx delivery driver, opened fire as soon as the, home, uh, the door of the home was opened. Daniel Andrell, Ms. Salas's 20-year-old son, was fatally struck. Mark Andrell, a criminal defense attorney, was taken to the hospital near their home in North Brunswick, New Jersey. Judge Salas had dealt with Den Hollander in the past as he was pursuing a case challenging the male-only military draft in the U.S. Bob Menendez, the Democratic senator from New Jersey, said he knew Judge Salas and her husband well and had been proud to recommend her to Barack Obama for the judicial post, which she took up nine years ago. My prayers are with Judge Salas and her family and that those responsible for this horrendous act are swiftly apprehended and brought to justice, Mr. Menendez said. Do you know the story of uh, Senator Menendez? No, I don't. Do you? I do. I'm going to be very, very vague. Yeah. Very vague. But there were accusations. It's my general understanding. And based on, I'm being very legally careful here, based on my readings of the news and what I remember of them, which could be wrong. It's been a long time and I haven't pulled it up. Senator Menendez was accused of engaging in adult activities with women under the age of 18. And I think, where was it? Dominican Republic. The Dominican Republic. You want to look it up so we can make sure we have this? And apparently one of the arguments from them in their defense was, even if he did it, it wouldn't be illegal in that country. He said those words? That that was like some kind of, well. That was the actual defense though? There was a defense from a lawyer. It is my understanding. And I could be misremembering this. But that was something that was being passed around, and I could absolutely be wrong. I don't have, I, I, I could be wrong. I don't have that pulled up. I'm only bringing it up because of uh, the associations in the story. But hold on. I'm going to put everything on pause right now. Here's a guy who is, they're saying he's an anti-feminist. I don't know if that's fair. He's a men's rights lawyer. You know, he's, he's suing for men, and, you know, to get, there's a difference between targeting feminists and supporting men. I guess the media doesn't make that distinction or whatever. Good point. It's entirely possible this has nothing to do with Epstein. And the only reason this is coming up is because someone noticed she just received this case and are trying to connect it because it's a salacious story. Let's make that clear. It's, it's, it's hard to know what to, what to believe and people are going to choose what they want to believe. I do not like drawing conclusions or making leaps. What do we know right now? A guy dressed, uh, a, 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 a lawyer supporting men, for seemingly no reason, no relation to the story. I don't know or care. Disguised himself, went to a judge's house, killed her son, injured her husband. That's about it. Now, the latest update we have, uh, some of the updates, this is from uh, ABC News, breaking suspect and shooting of judge's family found dead of apparently self-inflicted gunshot wound. Multiple law enforcement sources tell ABC News. The deceased suspect was an attorney who had a case before Judge Salas in 2015. So I don't know. What's the likelihood that somebody who had a grudge for five years decided to show up and kill her son? Four mm. days after she took this case. But that's another issue too, man. I mean, it, it was four days later, but is that enough time to coerce somebody? Like she gets assigned to this and then they call her immediately like, you better do what we want. Otherwise, tomorrow we're calling you. And then the next day they did it. And then the next day. Well, do you think that I'm going to just choose everything wisely here? Um, yeah, we'll be very careful in our choice of words i mean so so you said like <clears throat> is that enough time for someone to be coerced what if that wasn't the the idea what if they didn't even contact her if if this is what is happening what if that's not what the point is 
Yeah. That's what I'm it trying could to, be, to say. It could be anybody who gets involved will suffer. Yeah. And then everyone's going to say, no way. No, I'm not touching that. Oh, you took that case? Okay. This is what happens. Not even that. It was assigned to her, right? That's, that's, oh, it was assigned to her. Is that, that's how it works? It? I, I don't know. I don't know how it works. I'm not a lawyer or a judge, so I'm, I'm, I'm assuming there's some degree of cho- choice. I don't know. Yeah. But, I, but perhaps, you know, they said, hey, here's the case, and she received it. She says, okay. Dude shows up. Four days later, I have to imagine anybody now who sees this case is going to be like, nope, I'm not touching it. That's why I want to talk about Michael Hastings, too, after mm-hmm. this, yeah. because, you know, I've, I've had a lot of people over the past years tell me that when you enter the political fray and start talking about, you know, politicians, support for opposition to you become a, you become targeted in, in, in varying degrees of severity. So like if you know what I do, I'm basically like, well, you know, the Democrats kind of suck. That's not that's, that's not the most egregious thing. But the level of influence, the amount of views I get is an issue. So what happens is you get smeared. They try to discredit you. When you become an actual political operative and are actually doing bigger, high-profile things, the smears are substantially worse. Yeah. When you start doing crazy stuff that actually gets people elected, all of a sudden then you get criminal probes, you get you know serious criminal investigations. There's a couple of organizations I'm not going to name that you know in recent history, and then you it come you come to this criminal enforcement and judging overseeing very serious cases. Now people are going to want to send a message, man. Yep. You know, it's one thing to be like. Hey, Democrats are bad. It's another thing to be like, I would like to issue a ruling of discovery in this Jeffrey Epstein banking case so we can see everybody who was involved in these financial transactions and have some high ranking officials from Deutsche Bank sit in that chair and tell me everybody who transferred money and why. Hmm. Then all of a sudden the judge overseeing the case has a dead son. Yep. Then the guy is found in upstate New York, apparently, of a self-inflicted gunshot wound. I didn't even hear about that until I came down and you were like, so this is what we're going to talk about. I'm like, okay. And then you're, then you drop that. And I was like, <laughs> what? I, you know, you can't write this. No, more, I'll tell you what, man, more perfect for like a conspiracy. Seriously. Look what the FBI said. The FBI Newark said the FBI has identified Roy Den Hollander as the primary subject in the attack that occurred at the home of the honorable Esther Salas. Den Hollander is now deceased. Individuals who believe they have relevant information should contact us. They list their phone number. So the FBI is is openly reaching out and investigating this deceased they didn't say apparent you know suicide or whatever well but the new but abc news is saying that so it could just be i i think the fbi wouldn't get into that much detail so it's probably a suicide yeah uh yeah man so uh what are people gonna think they're gonna think exactly that I, there's something that I know I can't say that I want to say right now, but I don't, I, I just don't, I don't know. I, I, this is a very touchy subject. You know, it's like, I have a feeling nobody out there believes that he did that to himself. I guess that's the be- somebody, best way to do it. Somebody tweeted the man who killed the Epstein judge's son didn't kill himself. Someone else said that, right? Someone tweeted that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> just for context and they were like is this too soon I, th- I think it might have been zero hedge or something is this too soon so here, here's what I find very very interesting about this whole thing when Epstein got arrested everybody was tweeting okay so we know what happens next right yeah and we did and then it did. we did yeah and then it happened and everyone laughed because it was so obvious yeah 
Well, how about we just check that camera footage, see what happened? Oh, what's that? The camera was broken. So weird. Well, why don't we ask the, the guards? What, what? Oh, they were sleeping. Is that, that what, is that what it was? They yeah, were I think that's what it was, right? They that were sleeping. That was what it was, yeah. Oh yeah. They took naps. Yeah, weird, right? They were sleeping. So strange. So uh, when whatever, well, Ghislaine, however you pronounce her name, whatever, Maxwell gets arrested, then... Uh, A lot of people are saying my mic is really low. You're... I can't do anything about it. You're you're, you're okay. normal. All yeah. right. Seems. Yeah. I don't know why. Hmm. Just 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 pull that sucker a little bit closer to your face, right there. Yeah. I can't get any. It's. <laughs> I can't. I nose. can't do it any closer. But uh, I'll try to to speak a little uh, louder into the microphone. Oh, that's nice. That's good. Is that better? I I just made my voice deeper. Oh, that's. I can hear myself a little clearer actually. Okay. Cool. Hopefully so, that worked. Sorry to. Uh, Steer us sideways. No so I don't, I don't, I don't know what they're doing with uh, Ghislaine or whatever her name is, right? Yeah. Uh, they're saying next year is going to be her her case. Yeah. A There's year. Another... Yeah, a year. How is that legal though? What do you mean? That's just how they how they've done it. No bail. No, they're, no, they're, they're, they're what's tr- her charges? Oh, I don't know. Do you, do you know what your, your I charges will pull are? It up. Yeah. Give me one moment. So she's actually being tried by the public corruption unit. Okay. And a lot of people immediately pointed out, that's weird. Yeah. That's not supposed to be the, the division that handles this kind of stuff. Oh, mm. I can't read these on, on live stream. It's just trafficking? Yeah, trafficking, yeah, trafficking. basically. Okay. So so most, most of us understand, you know, what yeah. trafficking is yep. of people who are not adults. Let me put it that way. Yeah. Jay, I, don't, I don't think it matters. We're going to demonetized hard on this one. <laughs> what <else? laughs> But uh, listen... The people that were involved in this are very powerful. Clearly. And they've, they've, they've been getting away with whatever it is for a long time. We don't know who they are. I'm not going to pretend to know who they are. The accusations have been laid out. I believe even Ellen Powell, the you know feminist former CEO of Reddit, said that in 2011, they all knew. They knew what she was doing. They wow. knew what she was involved in. If that's true, what does that mean for all of the people who were involved with Maxwell and Epstein up until Epstein got arrested? They knew. They didn't care. Well, that's what Virginia was Seems saying. Like I don't know if you remember Virginia, but they were. She's saying that if, um, if sorry, there's a bug. She's saying that if Miss um, Maxwell gets up in front of everybody, she could name some really, really significant names that would change everything. So I'm really curious what happens now. I think uh, I have some speculation as to what's going to happen. Hmm. What say you, good sir? Oh man. I think I think Miss Maxwell's in danger. I think most people agree. And I think when it came to, you know, Epstein, everybody said it and it was a joke and then it happened and And then no one believes that what what they're telling us. And then I actually saw an interesting tweet. I don't remember who, who sent it out there. They were saying if 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 he if he did do it to himself, I'm gonna be careful with my words. If he did do that and that's what the story is, why would they be treating Ghislaine, like she's in danger. Yeah, right? so somebody so keep somebody moving her around. Yeah, but but are they? Can you can you look that up? Are they moving her around? They are. Yeah, and uh, really? she said that she's concerned about her own safety. I believe. And didn't she say that she doesn't believe that Epstein? Oh no, she doesn't believe that he um, <laughs> uh, passed away of natural causes. Oh man, I'm just waiting for someone to kick the door in, and then you know Tim Cassarell's <laughs> over. That'll be a good show. <laughs> Makes everybody a little paranoid, man. It but I'll, I'll tell you does. what. I'll tell you what. When, it certainly when, does. You know, just because they're just because you're paranoid doesn't mean they're not after you. I think they're desperate. Whoever they is, I don't know. 
I don't know, but clearly there is a criminal conspiracy. That's why the investigation into Deutsche Bank. That's why the criminal charges. Of course, there are co-conspirators. I'm not playing into any of these conspiracy tropes. I don't care about any speculation as to who people might think these people are. Yeah. We have arrested, the United States has arrested Maxwell. She's been charged with certain things. If that's the case, there are likely other people that she's done business with that don't want their name attached to it. And so this is what I'm saying, man. A lot of people are like, it would be too risky to, to pull these things off with a judge. Like, no, it must have been some disgruntled, you know, attorney who she ruled against because it would be too risky. It's not too risky. Not at all. Because now, now that she's been targeted, and, and likely it's a chilling effect, that a lot of people are going to avoid this case. Mm-hmm. We're not going to hear the names of the people involved because who's going to want to go? I mean, will they actually, in good faith, to the extent that they can actually go after this properly? Or are they going to be like, um, everything looks in order here. Uh, case dismissed. Have a nice day. I don't want to be involved. If it comes to Maxwell and her testimony, yeah. she needs say one name, and people and whoever that, whoever's name that is, it's going to be a domino effect. It's a good point because then they go and arrest that person. They bring in people. You know what I mean? Yeah. So think about it. You're this ultra rich, you know, multi millionaire dude, and you know that Maxwell can say your name. It may cause riots. It may destabilize everything. But why would you let her testify? You're right. They're moving her around. And that's, I mean, it's everybody's thinking it. Everyone's thinking it. You guys are all out there. I see, I'm reading the chat. Yeah. I see what Everybody's you guys are saying. It, dude. She's thinking we, it. We all are thinking. We were, you just said it. Everyone was thinking it before he, you know, whatever you know, happened you know, in his cell happened. You know, you, know? The wor- you know what the worst part of this is? What? It kind of makes me feel like we're in uh, some kind of like movie. But we're all ancillary characters. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, you'd know what's going on. We're all we're all we're all side characters. We, uh, unfortunately, not involved in the main plot. Yeah. You know, we're just we're just like in. I mentioned this before. Like we're in Fallout Three, and we're just the Wasteland Radio. Yeah. Like playing in the background. Someone wasn't, someone's off doing the adventure, tracking the stuff. The actual investigators. But wasn't there um, something to do with the the head lawyer or judge in New York State that was replaced? The Southern District of New York's, um, what was his name, Bremer? I do not know. It was Sorry, right before sure. she yeah. got arrested. She right was before, replaced like, out. and he, then he, she, This guy was fired. Right. Oh, yeah. Bill Barr tried removing him mm-hmm. and said he was resigning. And the guy said, no, I'm not. And then Barr said, you're out. Get out. Yeah. Whoa. Okay. And then the left said that this was Bill Barr trying to cover things up because this dude who got removed was on the level and going after Trump. When the right says that this guy was shielding them and Epstein died while he was the prosecutor. Right. I'm sorry, man. I'm going to have to side with that on, on the right with this one in the sense that whoever the first was it, thing he did was arrest Ghislaine. No, no, no. Whoever's involved in Epstein, mm-hmm. you got to get rid of him. Right. So, because it, it, at the very, you know, uh, le- worst case scenario is this guy died on the watch of all of these people. Good point. No, sorry. You know, they, you got to. You got to get some new people in there, even if it's an issue of incompetence. Yep. Exactly. And this guy was like, no, he wasn't. He was like, I'm not getting out. So they got rid of him. Yep. Now Maxwell's being rotated. So the question is, if Epstein, you know, ended himself, then why would they be moving Maxwell around and keeping her under super high security? Right. Well, it literally says in this article I found that they're worried about assassination attempts on her. That's what, that's what they say. I mean, I'm reading them the New York Post, so I'm going to go with that. So, so let me let me ask you then. The New York Post said they're worried about assassination attempts. Yep, they're worried about assassination attempts, 
And an assassin just showed up and killed the son of a judge that was overseeing a lawsuit for Epstein's finances. Right. Mm-hmm. Look, man, let me let me let me level with all you guys. Uh, not only that, hold on. Not only that, it was they they continued working with him after he got in trouble, and that's that's what they're they're being investigated by because they continued to work with him even though they he was being prosecuted for what he was doing. Interesting. In two thousand and eight, I believe. Is yeah, when, yeah. When it it was when he found out, or when he was found out, right? And then they continued just working with him, and then that was that's why they they're being investigated now. I just want to make sure everyone understands there we are we are on the razor's edge with this live show right now. That is correct. And you say one wrong word and they're just sitting there waiting their fingers shaking like say it. Uh, I'm going to ban you and oh, you didn't say it. Just say the one wrong word and we're going to smash that ban button. No. Yep. No, yeah. So we got we got to be really really careful about yeah. you know. But I'll I'll be honest with you guys, I'm not a big fan of conspiracy theories in any capacity because people like to make assumptions. And then when you do, it actually makes it harder to figure out. And you also have to be, be, be careful because when there are actual conspiracies, they're going to throw you red herrings on purpose so that you say something dumb. And then as soon as you do, you're off the trail. Well, gotcha. And you, exactly, you're veering towards something that they wanted you to go towards. And right. That's where you're digging into when they're over there. When WikiLeaks released a bunch of emails, mm-hmm. we saw really strange conversations from high-profile figures. All of a sudden, these fake posts popped up, lying, just literally making up slang terms. They were like, this word means this, and this word means that. Literally made it up. Everyone just bought it, and it became the narrative to where they're like, look for this word and that word, and it's just nonsense. They threw everyone off the actual trail, and it was brilliantly done. I remember, because I remember when these conspiracies were emerging... And I was following the emails because it was a Wiki, WikiLeaks release. Mm-hmm. I was looking at what was being said. I'm like, this is very interesting stuff. Here's some leads. And then all of a sudden, for some reason, a bunch of fake posts popped up and started getting spread. And now everyone believes. It's still to this day, people believe fake things. Yep. I see it all the time. Completely I fake. I see it all the time. But the, so, some of it is real. The problem is it took only one person, probably some. It, it could be. It could look. It could range from some dumb person in their basement laughing, being like, I'm going to make this up and press enter, to an intelligence you know, agency or a state-funded you know, funded agency being like, let's throw them off our trail. And that's why conspiracy theories are a problem. If you don't have evidence, stop. Yep. So now we have stupid conspiracy theories, which make it impossible to actually track down who did what, because the whole thing's discredited. Now you can't even talk about it. That's all. It's, 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 it's so annoying. You know what, man? I mentioned earlier that the, the, one of the reasons why there's no real journalists is because of the, the, the you know, threat to people's safety and stuff like that. Yep. But the other reason is just people, well, for one, money. Easier to make money doing other things. But when, when someone throws false evidence and an internet community just gobbles it up like red meat, yeah. it creates this, this bubble, this echo chamber that's not journalism. It's true. And so... Ec- opportunists will chase after it to make money. They'll jump in the pit with everybody else. And then once everyone's in the pit, YouTube goes snip, chops it off and throws everyone in the ban list. You can actually do real journalism tracking this stuff. So I'll, I'll just say, man, you know, there are a lot of emails that got leaked, a lot of really weird stuff that may suggest weird things. Yeah. And then fake news jumped in. And now the whole thing is a muddy mess of fake news that can't, you can't actually break through. Well, I know that there's... Um there's all these statistics going around about how many traffickers are being arrested 
under Trump, the Trump administration. Yeah. Com- comparing it to the Obama numbers. Is that is that true though? I mean, I've seen screenshots of it. Yeah. Th- well, that's kind of what I was uh, I was going to talk about, and I, I I have something pulled up here, and it's just he. This is this is a quote from him. He's saying my my administration is putting unprecedented pressure on traffickers, home and abroad. Uh, he said during uh, an event, he said, we have signed more legislation on human trafficking than any other administration has ever th- even thought about it. Of course, it's a little. But he, he authorized over four hundred million dollars in, in fighting the issue. So he, he's pushing. He's pushing for it. You know, and a lot of people uh, I, I ask, you know, I asked a tweet um, a couple of weeks ago, like, what what is it about Trump that you really like? And a lot of people said that that is the number one thing that he's fighting trafficking. There's this uh, young woman who's going viral mm-hmm. because apparently she got red pilled on Trump oh, yeah. traffickers. Right, Jude. I don't know. I'm, I don't care to you know. I'm, I'm not saying this. That's to all I know. I'm just pointing out that a lot of people quickly jumped on it. Yep. She put a TikTok and she was saying like, once you realize Trump is actually going after the traffickers, like you kind of wake up to it. Yeah. I do think a lot of people are wrapped up in too much conspiracy theory i can agree with that we know we so i I think it's fair to say for an average person tracking what the justice department has done with epstein his history the witnesses who have come out this dude was trafficking and so is you know gislaine or whatever maxwell and they're being arrested and charged for these things because there's probable cause there's grand there's evidence Mm -hmm. they're going after him from there we can speculate as to all the people who flew on his plane who've been on his island and I believe that does include Donald Trump. There's a lot of photos of him with Epstein and, you know, a lot of other people, which leads the left to argue Trump is trying to cover up and the right saying he's trying to go after the guy. I think there was some lawyer who said that Donald Trump was the only person who actually said my resources are at your disposal. Did you see that? Yeah, to, to take him out. Right, exactly. To, to, to go. So he told the lawyer who was right. defending one of the victims. Yeah, that Trump exactly. was like, let me know what you need. Exactly, yeah. So... In my personal opinion, having seen a lot of these stories, you know, what's going on, mm-hmm. I personally think that Trump is more likely to be going after these people and trying to get them. I absolutely think that. Yeah. Definitely. From, from I mean, I, I've done extensive research on Donald Trump of, over the past month, and all, all of the things that I've seen has, has shown me that he is absolutely against this and wants, wants to bring them down. So we'll see, you know. If something happens, you know, uh, they're, they're, someone tweeted this when Epstein got arrested. They said, if Epstein gets arrested, we riot, right? <gasps> I mean, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. If, if he kills himself, we riot. Not if he gets arrested. And then with Maxwell, they said the same thing. And I'm just like, yeah, no one's yeah, going to do anything. You didn't riot before. They're not going to riot now. Isn't it crazy what people riot for? Like, you have you have Epstein and Maxwell. You know what they're doing. It's like, what's going on, man? Well, it would be interesting to, to see what would happen if mainstream media pushed the narrative like they do other things i don't want to specifically call anything out but they make it they they do you know play with people's emotions and if they were to didn't a bunch of do pe- it this way I, you know w- would it would they riot would they i don't know didn't a bunch of people in media fly with epstein go to his diddler Pro- island probably why they're not talking about it yeah man mm-hmm. man we live in a creepy country with mm. a bunch of creepy people doing creepy stuff man yeah, now they're. No, I don't want to. I got right, well, to be this. careful what I'm going to say. Let's, I'm let's, not let's, let's, say let's, let's let's talk about Michael Hastings. Okay. So we we can you know this this crazy stuff. All right. The first thing you got to do is hit the like button. 
Normally, we're more uh, enthusiastic about it, but we'll keep everything you know, fairly serious. If you haven't already, please consider smashing the like button. It does help the channel. Yep. And subscribe if you haven't already. And you can follow all of us. I'm on Twitter, Instagram, Parler, at TimCast. You can follow at Adam Krigler in the same places. And you can follow at Sour Patch Lids, L-Y-D-S. There you go. And uh, yeah, no, but for real, yeah, absolutely hit the like button if you would be so kind. It takes only but a second. And, it and does share. Help. Share this video. That really helps us also. Please. I want to talk to you guys Thank about you. Michael Hastings. And the reason why is because there are a lot of people in media who want to who want to uh, downplay the Epstein stuff. It's a conspiracy theory. Oh, no, it happened. Aren't our prison systems just so awful? Mm-hmm. That proves it. No, 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 no. Sorry. I don't I don't, I don't buy it. Listen, man. I'm not a conspiracy fan. I can't tell you who did what or why, but I can tell you an investigation needs to be done beyond what they claim, period. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's fair to say that when it comes to cases like Epstein or, or otherwise, there's a lot of confidential and secret information, and they're not going to tell you. So it's hard to know what, what, what to believe. But conspiracies harm the actual quest for truth because you have to make sure the evidence guides you and you don't leap forward and then work backwards. And that's the problem, with, in my opinion, with a lot of conspiracy theorists is they'll see a story like, you know, Mac, uh, like Epstein and be like, I know who did it. And they'll choose their one politician they don't like, be it Hillary Clinton or Donald Trump, and then try and work things back to prove what they think instead of starting somewhere and following the evidence and going down the path and then being like, wow, I can't believe it. It was neither. Hmm. I'm not going to say any names. I could make a funny joke about some obscure politician, but <laughs> considering the severity of the story, I won't. But I introduce you now to the story of Michael Hastings and... uh I mean, with, with, with all due respect to Michael, to his friends, to his family, I, I, I'm, you know, I'm, I know it's probably a sore subject for a lot of people. This man lost his life. I know uh, many people who knew him were good friends with him. And this was a crazy story back in 2013 that sent chills down the spines of many journalists, probably some of the last few journalists who existed until they saw this story. And then all of a sudden, around the same time, you know what started happening? Journalists started joining the PR field in marketing. I'm not going to say that it's completely due, due to this. It, it does have to do with the fact the industry was collapsing. I'd be willing to bet, though, considering some of the conversations I have, some people were like, I'm going to go figure out how to sell tickets to a movie theater. I'm going to go work at BuzzFeed and, and write about Brad Pitt's junk. <laughs> yes. No, that wasn't those people. No? Reliable. No, that was never those people. The, oh, okay. the people who did that are the people who are like, go to journalism school and then can't find a job so they go to BuzzFeed and write about Brad Pitt's junk. Right, okay. I'm talking about people who actually were doing InfoSec, hacker community, high-profile stuff. Okay. And then at some point decided marketing was way was a way better idea. Yeah, let's sell hot dogs. Time to learn a new profession. I'll use my, my social skills and, you know, do research, sell hot dogs. Mm-hmm. I wonder why. No, it, it is fair to say that I think for the most part because the industry was collapsing. But you got to look at the story. So the reason I highlight this, whenever someone tells you that it's a conspiracy, don't believe it. You can talk about this. Who killed Michael Hastings from New York Magazine by Benjamin Wallace? This is a mainstream, high-profile publication asking, who killed this man? Let me read you the story. Actually, apparently I can't. Let me see if I can. It's booted me out. New York Mag. See if we can fix it. I think I got it. I think I got it. It's probably going to lock me out soon. Sneaky. They say... At the end of his life, Michael Hastings, like many of the progressive journalists he counted among his friends, felt besieged by an overreaching government. Hastings was living in Los Angeles and at a Beverly Hills theater in April. He took part in a panel discussion about the documentary War on Whistleblowers, Free Press, and the National Security State. 
Interviewed in May on the Young Turks, a talk show on current TV, well, it used to be, Hastings railed against the Obama administration, which has clearly declared war on the press. The only recourse, he said, was for the press to respond, we declare war on you. On May 31st, he dashed off an urgent tweet. First, they came for Manning, then Assange, then Fox, then the AP, Drake and the other whistleblowers, and NYT reporters too. He attended screenings of his friend Jeremy Scahill from Dirty Wars, which uh, screen of, of Jeremy Scales film, Dirty Wars, which seeks to expose the hidden truth behind America's expanding covert wars. And when leaks about the NSA began appearing in The Guardian and Edward Snowden, oh, there, it just booted me out again. Oh, for Pete's it sake. It wants me to spend $5. No. Let me, let me, let me go down just to the, uh, I'll try and, yeah. They say, by the middle of June, though Hastings then 33 had become openly afraid, helicopter, helicopters are a common sight in the Hollywood Hills. But he had told Jordana Thigpen, a neighbor he'd become close to, that there were more of them in the sky than usual, and he was certain they were tracking him. On Saturday the 15th, he called Matt Farwell, his writing partner, and said Farwell might be interviewed by the FBI. Farwell was unsettled and said, okay, he was uh, being really cagey over the phone, which was odd, very odd, Farwell says. On the 17th, Hastings emailed colleagues at BuzzFeed to warn them that the feds are interviewing my close friends and associates. He was onto a big story and he needed to go off the radar for a bit. Hope to see you all soon. He was deeply, I, I take back that BuzzFeed thing, I guess. I didn't hmm. realize he worked for Did BuzzFeed. Did I call that? Yeah. He, was deep, he was deeply agitated, says Jen Huger of the Young Turks. Since Hastings didn't want to say anything more over email or the phone, Farwell, who lived in Virginia, set up a lunch for him the following Thursday with a trusted friend. The lunch never happened. At 4.20 a.m. on Tuesday, June 18th, Hastings' silver Mercedes C250 coupe speeding south on Highland Avenue, crossed Melrose, jumped the median, hit a palm tree and exploded. The charred body of the driver was identified by the LA coroner as John Doe 117 until fingerprints confirmed that the deceased was Michael Hastings. Sergeant Joe Biggs, who met Hastings in 08 when the reporter was on assignment for GQ, was embedded with his unit in Afghanistan, hadn't spoken to his friend in three months. But Hastings had BCC'd him on the June 17th email to BuzzFeed colleagues. I tried calling him when I got that email, Biggs said, because I felt so effing scared, but it didn't seem like him. They weren't helpful at all. I kept emailing back. What should we do? I'm not a journalist. I don't know how to go about this stuff. They never responded to me. Biggs tried contacting other media to let them know about the ominous email. The only person who got back to him was a local LA reporter. If that thing hadn't been, uh, if that thing didn't get released, Biggs told me when I first called him two weeks after Hastings' death, people would keep thinking it was an accident. They say Hastings lived as he died. I'm not going to read into all this stuff. I'm going to jump over now to the Wikipedia that explains um, much more simply. I just wanted to read you that story for one reason. That was a high-profile mainstream news source, the New York Mag, asking the question, who killed him? This is Michael's, Michael Hastings' uh, Wikipedia entry. He was born in 1980. He was 33 when he died. And they have a section called Controversy Over Alleged Foul Play. Soon after Hastings' death, questions were raised about the crash that took his life. Former U.S. National Coordinator for Security, Infrastructure Protection, and Counterterrorism, Richard A. Clark, said that what is known about the crash is consistent with a car cyber attack. He was quoted as saying, there is reason to believe that intelligence agencies for major powers, including the U.S., know how to remotely seize control of a car. So if there were a cyber attack on Hastings' car, and I'm not saying there was, I think whoever did it would probably get away with it. I don't know if this was before or after. I believe it was after. There was actually a couple of journalists who display, uh, who demonstrated overt, legit car hack of select vehicles. Wow. I, I, most people don't know this, but you can remote control your average car right now, even if it doesn't have automatic driving. 
This blew my mind. I remember, they, I think they had, they had a demonstration at the Black ha- at, at DEF CON, Big Hacker Convention in LA, but they literally just took over the computer of a car, take your hands off the wheel, and they could steer it remotely and the wheel turns. Jeez. I didn't know you could do that. Apparently, that's like a normal thing. And so they, they did a couple uh, tests where they're like driving on the highway and they took over someone's car remotely who had a, like a journalist for, uh, for Wired that took over his car while he was driving to demonstrate it. If these hackers, these researchers figured out how to do this, and it was a very clever workaround because there's like very few connections between these systems, what do you think state, you know, intelligence agencies could pull off? They could, they could make it happen, right? Let's read a little bit more. Seems like it. The day before the crash, Hastings indicated that he believed he was being investigated by the FBI in an email to colleagues. That's what they were referencing before, which was copied uh, to and released by Hastings' friend, Amy, uh, Army Staff Sergeant Joe Biggs. Hastings said, that he was onto a big story and that he needed to go off the radar and the FBI might interview him. WikiLeaks announced that Hastings had also contacted Jennifer Robinson, one of its lawyers, a few hours prior to the crash. And the LA Weekly reported that he was preparing new reports on the CIA at the time of his death. His widow, Elise Jordan, said his final story was a profile of CIA director John Brennan. John Brennan. Oh. John I, don't, Brennan. I don't know much about John Brennan. He, uh, John Brennan. big name. Yes. Yeah. He uh this article that I found says that Hastings work was a thorn in the side of the government. Yeah. So I'd I imagine. would say that's Brennan. That sounds consistent. Well, when it comes to Brennan, I'm not going to get too much into it, but ask the the Obamagate researchers, the people tracking the Trump spying scandal, Obamagate stuff about Brennan. Too many names. And I'm not I I can't I can't give I can't derail into the whole Obamagate stuff right now, but I'm pretty sure everyone in the chat's going to light it up and be like, Brennan. Just because you said it. Yep. Just that simple fact, they're going to be like, whoa. They're going to have to look into it. Yeah, oh, man. Tim Wars. We're going to get in trouble. They're going to show up. I'm being very careful with what I'm saying. <laughs> I don't mean on YouTube. I, oh. If Hastings was a thorn in the side of the government, we're just and now discussing. we're talking about all this stuff. Yeah, man. I don't know, man. I don't, I'm not saying that the Hastings stuff has anything to do with the Epstein stuff. Not at all. I'm just saying, like, this is weird stuff. Let me read a little bit more. Let me read a little well, more. You, you, said, you said that you, you play it right in the middle, and you're, you're, you try to be a fence-sitter, you know, and that's kind of how you thread I don't try it. to be a fence-sitter. No. I try to be correct. Yeah, okay. That's, that's true. But, you know, once you push a narrative, and not that I push a narrative, because I'm, I'm very much like you, that where I want to know all sides of the the but I have made a decision on who I'm going to vote for and I've talked about it multiple times, you know, and it's like, I, they'll just ban you. They got to get rid of you. Well, I hope that's the extent of it. If that's if the extent something of it. does happen. Yeah, that's probably it. Okay. The bigger, the bigger, the bigger thing I said, I think someone like you would have to worry about for those, for those that are probably aren't familiar, maybe you're just tuning in. Adam did this, you know, had this huge segment where you're like, you're, you're announcing you're going to support Trump and you're like a regular old urban default liberal, not right. super political. Yeah. The, the bigger risk, I think, is, you know, far left lunatics coming to your page, harassing you, smearing you, lying about you and trying to get you banned from the Internet. Okay. So the, Adam did this video where he talked about voting for Trump and then Facebook deleted it after millions of views. That's true. Like a couple different times. And it became this big deal where people were posting like, yo, where'd this video go? It's gone. Right. So then we did a new segment. You know that segment we did where we talked about it? It's yeah. 800,000 views now on oh, YouTube. Wow. Really? Yeah. Oh and goodness. I'm glad we brought it back up because yeah. they took it down. Yeah. So I can only imagine we're not long for the digital world. I suppose we'll see how we'll right. see what happens. But I'll, let's I want to read a little bit a little bit more here. Just I'll just read the last part. They say 
The possibility of a conspiracy or some sort of government involvement in Hastings' death has been discounted by members of his own family who were with him around the time of his death. Hastings' widow, Elise Jordan, has said she believes his death to be just a really tragic accident. Other members of his family have stated that they were concerned at the time that he was a danger to himself from his erratic behavior. His older brother, Jonathan, had just flown to LA attempting to organize some sort of family intervention for what he believed was a drug-induced manic episode, a concern apparently echoed by others close to him at the time. Maybe I'll defer, I'll defer completely to the family on these kinds of issues. But I'd have to imagine if I was working on a big story that was going to profile on the director of the CIA. Yeah. And I was, you know, found something. And I sent an email saying, I got a huge story. This is crazy. Mm -hmm. And then I got manic because of it. I think there's the clear reason why. You're Look, nervous. I don't want to disrespect him or his family or anything they're saying. I'll defer. But, you know, from the outside, if a journalist starts acting crazy and freaking out because they found a crazy story, I mean, to me, that makes sense, especially with who they're dealing with. It is fair to say, though, I mean, people get paranoid and go crazy. I thought you said you were going to shut conspiracy theories down during this episode. I did. What do you mean? No, no. I'm just... Yeah. It, yeah, no, I mean, it, it seems like this is uh, exactly what that is. I didn't say anyone this, killed him. I'm saying that, like, the reason they may have perceived him as being manic was because he was genuinely terrified of some, you know, big story uncovered. Yeah. And it could have been a tragic accident. It's, that's, it's that's just that point. simple. That's a good point. It's, it's, it's the challenge of being on the outside of these stories. And the problem with jumping the gun is, again, it makes it harder to actually uncover what happened. But then, of course, sometimes the truth never comes out. So what do you do? Therein lies the, 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 the bigger challenge. Yep. Do we just sit back and say, I guess it was an accident? You know, if this guy, if it was anybody else who did this, we wouldn't think twice. We'd be like a guy got an accident, you know? Good point. But it was a journalist working on a story. And because of our, our assumptions and because some and, people want to believe. Right. Because of movies. Right. You know, people are going to be like, it's a conspiracy. Mm -hmm. That's it. Interesting. But maybe it's nothing. I don't know, man. Hopefully, um, Maxwell gets to testify. Yep. And, uh... And that's it. <laughs> Hopefully she gets to testify and we'll, we'll uncover what's really going on. Indeed. Man, I'll tell you what. There's a lot of things that I, I'm going to avoid saying. Just be very, very careful. But the more time goes on, the more it seems that our collective narrative is falling apart completely. Like we used to all as a country believe specific things that were like held to be true. Yeah. Now it seems like nothing makes sense anymore. Like we mentioned, you know, uh, Joe Biden defunding the police and you end up with like 70 stories and one says he did say it, he didn't say it, he did say it, he didn't say it. He mm. means it, but he means something well, else. 70 stories and 68 of them said that he didn't say it. And then the, the last two you find, it's like, actually he did. Here's the video. But okay. you have to understand the but context. It's, but it's not, he didn't exactly say it that way. And then you have to look at the next, the next site that says this is actually the definition so going by that, that's that's what he's actually meaning. So it's and that's it's interesting. But what happens if you find, you know, so town hall says, yes, Joe Biden wants to defund the police. What happens then when you read that and then someone, you know, reads the other one. Right. And now you both have a totally fractured view of reality. Well, and, and there's this video going around right now with all these celebrities on Facebook that I saw today that said, look, if you if you think that, you, you know, fake news exists. You, you have to do some digging. Check another news source and then check a different news source that's also trusted because then you'll kind of get to see what the real truth is. And I'm just scratching my head like, oh, my gosh, like that's 
So you that's exactly what they want you to do. Like, oh, go to this this place and this place. See, they cooperate. So But you do. It, it makes sense. Uh, yeah, I know, but you you don't go to just different news I, I'm gonna do quotes news. You gotta, sources you gotta go through like because different partisan. those aren't that's not that's not how it works. You, you gotta, gotta watch the actual you gotta video. read the source that they use, right. go to what they're talking about, the actual speech, the actual video of the things that are actually happening. And that's what I've been doing and I'm seeing like, well, see it's not that you know, it's, it's wrong. So I actually I actually posted your video or no, our video that we, we talk about it. I think from last week or something. Yeah, well, was that the Kaylee McEnany or, no, or was that no, the Trump? No, Trump it was one? the Trump Trump talking right. about how Biden wants to defund the police. And it's like, he actually, absolutely does. From from the context of what he was saying in that interview, that's exactly what he's saying. So it's like, how how can you deny that? Look at look at the actual speech of what he was talking about. And then go to all the news sort, the trusted news sources that they would say, go check. And it's all, it's all whatever narrative they're pushing which is there was go biden basically there was a post from eric weinstein uh weinstein earlier and he asked he said that he's noticed a lot of people who are like liberal saying they're going to vote for trump for one of two reasons either his cognitive decline mm-hmm. or because of the new experiment in policing where they actually don't in the pacific northwest uh yeah and a bunch of people responded saying they're hearing similar things i was talking to a friend of mine who i met at a black lives matter protest a young woman holding a big sign, Black Lives Matter, who now posts like MAGA memes. Really? Yeah. And so I DM her and I'm like, so you're voting for Trump? And she responded, definitely. And then I put, I met you wow. at a Black Lives Matter rally, exclamation point. And yeah. she was like, right. And then I was like, <laughs> I get it. I dig it. And yeah. then uh, I, I posted about it in a video. When I, when I tweeted what, what Weinstein said about these liberals, not leftists, liberals, who are now jumping ship and going to Trump like in droves. I hear the same thing from all these lefty journalists. This one journalist was like, hipster coffee shop, am I right? And that's a meme that's basically saying, I went to a hipster coffee shop and I overheard them say this. But I really am hearing this. Yeah. And I, and I, I brought up you too. And I'm like, if you know, people like Adam, who are not, was not super political, is now like reading all this stuff and being like, yo, I'm going to vote for Trump. Yeah. Then is that not enough? I'm not saying it's, it's definitive data that Trump is winning. I'm saying it's happening though. True. Like, w- dude, I'm not kidding. This is somebody I met literally at a black at, at like the big Ferguson protests. Right. Who's now totally for Trump. And I mean, you I know why? Say, you go, know, go ahead. What? You know why? The trafficking issue. Yeah. I mean, it, and it makes sense. I mean, looking into it, I mean, just read what he said. He, he's pushing. He put four hundred million dollars to, to stop it. You know, it's like, yeah, like that's awesome. And I, I'm actually finding more about that now. And I wish I, I had it for the episode that I did last week. You know, so it's like, man, like that's a huge, a huge thing. And like, had, bravo, President, bravo. I, I had a, um, I think a fair conspiratorial tweet earlier. Oh, I yeah. say, I say fair in that it's not like considered to be crazy. Yeah. I said, what if the reason that, you know, here, I'll give you the gist of it. What if the reason that everything is so crazy in our country right now is because we're basically the only nation that can stop China's concentration camps? Oh, I read that. I saw that tweet. And there are billionaires in this country that will who profit. have serious financial interests in China that are worried. So they use their money to influence politics in this country to make sure we don't mess with their financial interests. I not, saw that tweet and I have to agree with you, man. Well, you know why I tweeted it? I, I am assuming you're going to tell me. Because of Mark Cuban. Oh, yeah. That. Because Ted Cruz and Mark Cuban were tweeting at each other. And Ted Cruz asked Mark Cuban if he could tweet free Hong Kong. And Mark Cuban was like, 
uh, how, you know, I can tweet Black Lives Matter and I can criticize this country. If you, he's like, I'll definitely criticize China as it pertains to American citizens, but I never get involved in domestic politics. And I saw that and I was like, what? Yeah, There's what? There's a genocide going on. Yeah. What do you mean you don't get involved? I got three letters for you. Just being blind. N-B-A. Exactly. That's it. Cuban owns, what is it, the Mavericks? Yeah, I think Some so. Some Maverick action there. Yeah, point. maybe. And I started thinking about his interests and why he won't say end the genocide. Because he's going to lose money. They would seize his assets in two seconds. That's true. That's my opinion. I'm not saying that's really true. But I do think it's, it's um, vomitous to, yes. to, uh, to invoke... Um, like I throw up on my mouth a little bit mm-hmm. when yeah. he says, I don't get involved in the domestic mm-hmm. politics of other countries and realize that loading a bunch of people into a concentration camp and harvesting their organs was just a domestic policy policy issue you, you right. didn't want to get involved in. Did you see that? Uh, I think it was a UK um, reporter talking to the whoever the Chinese guy that oh, they sent yeah, out. Dude. So you saw that? Uh-huh. And he was just like. We, we don't have concentration camps. And he's I was like, like, here's well, a video. I was like, okay, well, what do you call them then? <laughs> that's all I was thinking. You know, it's like, because that's what they do. Yeah, yeah, exactly. What Twitter, they do. Twitter did that when, when they were like, we don't shadow ban. What we do is we make it so that when you post things, no one can see it, but they don't realize it. And we're like, but that's literally that's shadow, shadow banning. Ban. <laughs> that's the game they play. Yeah. Whoa, we don't call it shadow banning, though. We don't do that here. Yeah. So this BBC clip was nuts. They show the clip of the people being loaded into trains and all that stuff, shaved heads. And he goes, oh, it's a normal prisoner transfer like you do in the, in the United States. Oh, no, no. He didn't. He, he was like, how do you know that that's real? How no, do you know he, where that's he, from? He, he said prisoner transfers. Whoa. He said we have prisoner transfers. I missed trans- that part. Yeah. He said, just like in many countries, we do prison transfers. But he did say, he's like, how, how, where did you even get this footage from? I've not seen it. I can't verify it. Right. And then he started saying, like, the Uyghur population is going up and all this stuff. Yeah, and then he, and then th- th- those statistics, too, he goes all the way back to, like, the 60s or something. Yeah. Yeah, but from, from the 60s to now, it's double. It's double. And he's like, I, I asked you about just the past two years. And he went back, oh. like, 40 years. It's like, what? Well, I'll tell you what, man. The yeah. good news is Majid Nawaz, uh, I believe he won. He did. He got, right. he got enough. He got enough signatures to um, go before parliament and uh, well, to trigger to, a to parliamentary p- response. Right. Exactly. So hopefully, hopefully it works. I mean, yeah, uh, we'll really, see. really happy for him. For those that aren't familiar, Majid Nawaz is this very prominent speaker in, in London on a, it's the LBC, I guess the radio network. Okay. But he's like an intellectual dark web guy. So I'm sure many of you are familiar with him. He was on a hunger strike to try and get attention for a petition to raise 100 to get 100,000 signatures to so, so that parliament would address the the ongoing genocide in in China with the Uyghur Muslims and he succeeded. So I'm 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 happy about it. And I've been thinking, you know, I, I was thinking about it earlier today after I saw this Ted Cruz thing. And I was thinking about I was talking to some of my friends and I can't I I can't believe how many times I've been asking somebody about it and they go, "Wait, is that really happening?" Right, exactly. And I was like, are you for real? Like, yes. Wow, dude. I didn't know that people didn't know this. I, I mean, I, I didn't know yeah. about it until you told me. I mean, it was probably a few months ago now, you know, so I've been aware of it. I was talking to a friend and I was basically like, the, you know, the banality of evil is no, this, this idea is that like just following orders. Okay. Right. I'm not, I can't, I'm, I'm not well versed enough on the full, you know, thesis, the book and all that stuff. But the general idea, my understanding is that. When somebody like a Nazi concentration Nazi guard says, "I'm just following orders," and they they carry carry out these atrocities, yeah. they're doing these evil things. But it's you know banality. It's not like 
they're you know and they're like it's it's not cobra where they're all like you know, I know yeah, yeah cobra I it's just regular people who are like i'll do whatever it's like when 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 you see a cop enforce an unconstitutional order mm-hmm. they don't care they'll just do it and then you see it across this country it's evil acts carried out by people who aren't paying attention and don't care and so i think about you know what's going on with i was talking to a friend about these protesters and how they're kind of destabilizing things at home. They're attacking Trump. And I was thinking, like, I don't know if it's a lesser of two evils, but if Trump is taking action to pull us out of Afghanistan and he's targeting China, Hmm. that's our best hope of ending this genocide. And he's trying to end trafficking of humans. Yeah. So those are two huge things that he's open about. But what are the complaints they have about him? That he's racist. He's corrupt. No, they say he's corrupt. He's enriching himself. They do say that he's racist too. Sure, sure, like, sure. That's a that's a. But I'm, I mean, a few. I mean, trust me. I've been in the middle of trying to explain myself to many, many people, and that's one of the. That is actually that is the number one thing that everybody comes to me. Well, how can you support right. such a racist? I don't care. So, I mean, I don't I, I, think I, I he mean, is. I mean, I mean the argument, right? When they say he's racist, I say I don't care. You know why? Even if Donald Trump was a racist, okay. if he's trying to pull our troops back, I will take four years of a racist president if it means no more war in the Middle East. Mm-hmm. I, I, don't, I don't believe that he is racist I don't at all. Th- I don't either. But I was thinking about like the banality of evil. These people who are out screaming and protesting mm-hmm. and trying to put Biden in power, and Biden was part of the administration that bolstered the war front in the Middle East and North Africa. And, and the police military state that we have here in yeah, America. Yeah, Absolutely. Absolutely. Like that was Biden. And and Black Lives Matter protests started under Obama and Biden, and they want all that back. Exactly. I'm not going to pretend like Trump is is good, but uh, I'm sorry, like like he's a saint. Right. But there's a few key things that I think are good, like ending the war, Mm -hmm. going after China for their atrocities. Definitely. Trafficking, like ending trafficking. And he he did right by the economy. And those are really important things. So for all the criticisms you might have that he's racist, he's bigoted, he's a loudmouth, braggart, lascivious. I'm like, yeah, that's all true. But I think about the net positives and I think about your choice right now. You have Joe Biden, who literally is on camera groping young girls and sniffing them. And then you complain about Trump. Okay, well, Joe Biden takes that cake, baby. And well, what about, you know, Trump is war? It's like, actually, there's no new wars under Trump. And Joe Biden, he takes that cake, baby. Yep. And so you want to talk about money laundering and emoluments. Well, well and, and racism. It's like, oh, yeah, dude, you 40 wanna, years of it. You want to dig into Biden's past about being racist. Wow. I, I went through, I went down that rabbit hole. I, I, I just, I just, oh, I, man, look, look wow. I put it this way. I said, do you, I was talking to my friend, I was like, do you know what hap- what's going on right now in China? And they didn't know. Yep. And so I sent the AP article where it says that China is forced sterilizing people. Yep. I didn't even show the forced organ harvesting yet, but right. I ended up sending her the forced organ harvesting. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I didn't know about this. And I said, Joe Biden flew with his son to China and his son got a private equity deal for like a billion dollars. He got like One, a 10% 1. stake. 1.5. 1.5. He got, he got a 10% stake in some private equity firm or something like that. And I was like, you can talk about Trump flying over to these countries and doing a lot of things too, but right now... Trump is absolutely in conflict with China. Absolutely. And I was like, what about Afghanistan? Should we be over there? And it's funny to me how many of my liberal friends have flipped now and become neocons. I'm not even exaggerating. That's crazy. They're reading they're reading conservative military opinion about why we must be in the Middle East. And I'm like, what is what was wrong with you? Right. It's pretty. And insane. that to me is very much so like the just following orders. Yep. You're right. Well, you know, Trump is bad. So I think it's good. I was like, do you know, do you know, do you know, do you know how many civilians died in Afghanistan last year? 
Civilians. I don't. 10,000. 10,000 oh, civilians. We're directly responsible for, I think, around 6 to 8% our soldiers' actions wow. in the Middle East. I'm not saying our soldiers are intentionally doing that. I'm saying it's a, it's a, it's but part engagements, of it. engagements, it happened. Right? And it happens. Okay. And there's a lot of, there's a lot of really, really crazy stories. Then you've got the, the coalition forces. It act, the number actually goes up. Over the past 10 years, 100,000 civilian deaths. So when Trump is like, I'm going to put in a plan to remove our troops, I'm like, well, all right, okay. Yeah. And then I see all the establishment being like, no. I'm like, wait, what? Wait, what? When I talk to my friends and they say, well, actually, I go, wait, what? Yeah, this same thing. Like, I, I, I actually had an issue with, you know, the whole war machine, the whole us being the, the world police, you know, Team America. You know, it, <laughs> yeah, it yeah. was like a funny movie that we were being made. We were making fun of it. Matt Stone you know, and Trey Parker. Yep. They were making fun of us for doing exactly that. And it was a it was a left position to be against the war, to be like, why are we world police? Why are we out policing the world? And here we go. Trump is bringing it back. And sure enough, everyone's like, well, you know, this, this is the confusing. Maybe thing. being the world police isn't so bad. And I'm just like, <laughs> what? What happened? What? Where? Where is your how is your mind work? If, and you if think that's you the think case? you think about when that thing I always bring up where Trump just blurted out. We're right. selling weapons. It's great for the economy. Yeah. And all the anti-war left was like, he just said it. Right. And I, so I was thinking about this because Glenn Greenwald is very much a progressive anti-war also very anti-Trump, but he's also extremely critical of the establishment, called out all the Russia, Russiagate nonsense. And I'm thinking about this like, if you are anti-war, if, you know, Donald, uh, Glenn Greenwald wrote this article saying that the establishment, including Liz Cheney, are blocking him from pulling out of the Middle East. He wants to pull our troops out of Afghanistan and Germany, and they said no, and there were eight Republicans and three Democrats. And I'm thinking to myself, like, I, I'm, I'm curious, Glenn, if you would consider supporting Trump because of this, because it will get the troops out of the Middle East. And Trump hasn't sent our troops, at least. Anywhere. My, yeah, he hasn't sent our troops anywhere, right? Like somebody, who, who was it who wrote, at least there's no new wars? Yeah, I think that was, um, yeah, some military commander was like, oh, well, he hasn't started any wars. I was, I was very critical of the tomahawk strike in Syria that yeah. Trump carried out you know, a couple of years ago. But my question now for these progressives is with Trump actually trying to end this war and bring our troops back, do you, is there an obligation among the left to actually support Trump? I, I asked this question because we were joking about this before. Like, if I were to write a punk rock song right now yeah. that was anti-war, it would the chorus would have to be something about voting for Trump. That's true. Like, could you imagine how insane that sounds? Definitely. Vote, vote. <laughs> what are you, you're pulling up his mask? Yeah, check this out. Send this over to me. Huh? Can you po- post up my... Let me see. Okay, so, so he, he announced... Oh, was yeah. it yesterday or today? I think it was yesterday. He said... You know what? Let's wear a mask. Let's 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 do this. Let's uh, you know, I, I like the I like this mask and uh, I, I don't mind. I think it's actually I, a cool mask. The seal. It's on it. dope. <laughs> Look at that presidential seal. Like all right, That's if you're cool. gonna wear a mask, I mean, it looks it looks whatever. But now that he's announced it, how long do you think it's gonna be till they're like, oh man, he's for masks? That's exactly what I said. Do we do we cancel the mask thing yeah, now man. or they're going to start saying what do we do a study is going to come out saying that masks retain the virus <laughs> yeah and become, exactly <laughs> and then when people put them on again it increases the likelihood and then they're going to talk about how some family members were mixing up their mask their masks mm-hmm. and spreading the infection sounds and, like a real threat you want to know something really funny what i'm already seeing those kind of articles are you kidding no yeah, way yeah because if you like I've seen an article going around about misproper um, after you take the mask off. If you don't, if it's wet, you got to clean it. You got to make sure you don't touch the outside of it. Never adjust it in public because then you're like touching the outside of the mask. And it's like, why is this coming out right now? 
why is this? Why am I? Why have I never seen this until Dude. right now? What so is I, going wait, on? Wait, wait, wait. I did a video earlier on my main channel about the Democrats are supporting the riots. Yeah. And the, the original title I was going to use, I decided not to because I'm more of a I'm more of a serious news personality. <laughs> was sure. ingenious move. Democrats support riots because Donald Trump uh, opposes them. Like the it, it was a, it was a play on the Babylon Bees ingenious move. Trump supports impeachment, forcing Democrats to oppose. Right, right, right. But I kid you not. I called it satire esque. The Democrats right now are actually on the side of the violent riots because Trump wants them to stop. I can't believe it. It's insane. And well, and people and, and they're they're not calling them riots though. They're they're peaceful. stressing to everyone. I I'm having these arguments with people that are like. How how dare the feds like attack these protesters? I'm like, do you have any idea what's actually going on there? Because they're they're thro- they're lighting mortars and throwing them at the cops. Like in Chicago, there uh, a, a mortar went off and actually went into a neck of, of well, one of the police. In officers. Seattle, that happened. Oh, it was in Seattle. Yeah. Oh, you're right. No, I'm sorry. It was Seattle. Frag- that happened. Fragmentation right. went in the throat and neck area. Of a, he went to the hospital. I don't think but, he's in serious. You know, in, no, it wasn't. Injury. It wasn't critical. But it's like that's happening like what are you talking about like what what is the, what does it have to do with the feds do you are you supporting that or not do you realize the the riots are actually riot the first amendment do you realize that murder is peace, peaceful oh i know and i talk about that too i'm like chicago new york like all these crazy and you know what places murder the, people are getting murdered all the time now and you know what cnn is doing what, what doing? are they doing they're like right-wing media is skewing the reality of portland oh my and gosh. brian stelter is like of course there's criticism for the anarchists but it's only a 12-block radius of violence. Like, what? Listen, listen. Acting like right-wing media or those that are critical of Antifa are trying to make it seem like the entirety of Portland is a giant fire pit of explosions <laughs> and, like, like Mad Max and, like, Escape from New York and people are on, like, dragsters throwing... Fire. Come on, man. That's a straw man, No, we, we know that it's the downtown area and they're attacking one building. Yep. No one's saying I mean, that. look... I'll, I'll, I'll say this. I can't speak for any other conservative. I, I, I can't speak for conservative media. I can speak for the whatever you want to call it, politically homeless, disaffected liberal channel that I host, where I've specifically said there are two federal buildings under attack. Right. That's it. And the feds are, are protecting them. Well, and I mean, that's not the only buildings that are under attack. They let the, the police station right, on right, fire. Right, right. So that's burning down the, now. The, the bulk of the siege is like around one building. Well, the, but specifically, the feds are protecting the federal buildings. That's what they're doing. And not only that, I can't I'm seeing all these videos of the, the Portland police going out, and they're, they're stopping people, too. The they're Portland, beating people. The Portland police put out a statement last night saying, we did not engage any of the riders. I've seen the, the videos. No, 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 no. Last night, oh, okay. because, because the Democrats have sided with the riders, mm-hmm. the Portland police were, didn't come out. Wow. They specifically said, everything you saw was the feds. We have nothing to do with it. So now the Portland police are like, we're out. Because the Democrats want to support the riots because Trump opposes them. And then they go, the peaceful protesters that uh, earlier today, peaceful protesters smashed out a window and lobbed mortar style fireworks at police, causing massive explosions and damage to a building, graffitiing everything, tearing down barricades peacefully. Hmm. Peaceful. It's crazy. And so look, man, they every video I see from my friends, are it's manipulations. Yep. And, and, and I had one friend saying like, Dude, I know people who are there. They're saying the cops are starting it. And I'm like, the cops are starting it? My own, like, my own friend said, I'm in Portland. Like, and that's not, what I, that's not happening. And I'm like, oh, you're in Portland? Send me a video. Send, like, if you're there, like, go out and, and show me, you know, give me information. Yeah. 
No, nope. I haven't heard back because they don't go downtown. Oh. Right. And then what CNN does is they're like the right wing is pretending like all of Portland is on fire. I'm like, I don't know about that. I know that there's one small area that's just constant riots going sure. on. Right. The same thing happened in Ferguson, though. And the fault is the media in general. Right. It's it's just human beings. You're right. The media. You, so I remember, uh, like, this is true for anywhere. I talk about this all the time. Like, when I was in Egypt during the revolution, mm-hmm. you could literally go, like, three or four blocks away, and there was McDonald's. And you walk inside, <laughs> and there's one Coke and a cheeseburger place, and they're like, here you go. Boom. Like that. And then you walk back, and you're in the revolution. And people are jumping up and down in Tahrir Square. There's a McDonald's right there. Wow. And there was a Hilton right there. I was at the Hilton. I was in the balcony. I'm like, at a Hilton, they have, like, steak upstairs. And they had a casino inside. It was actually kind of nice. And you look, out, you look out the window, and there's a revolution going on. <laughs> When CNN says they're, they're trying to make it seem like everything's crazy, no, you are by saying that. You're lying about what critics are saying. Right. They're claiming all of Portland is burning. I don't, I don't recall anyone putting out a video saying literally every city block is on fire. No, it was the federal courthouse has been besieged for 53 days. Yep. And probably right now, the funny thing is Trump supporters are sharing like, it's like, it's like popcorn night. It's like every night you grab the popcorn and you turn on TV to watch the riots and the live streams and sit yeah. back and just have a good time. Oh like they're just watching. Seriously, that's the thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're like, oh, oh it's, almost, it's almost time. It's almost time. Well, they're all together as one. How about we talk about the, uh, uh, the next iteration Sure. in this story? Oh, yeah? It gets deeper? No. Uh, well, I mean, oh, sure. This. Ladies and gentlemen, the McCloskeys are being charged with felony weapons count. Lawyers Mark and Patricia McCloskey wielded guns as marchers moved past their home. They seized his weapon. They, uh, uh, the Patricia gave up her, her gun to uh, her lawyer and then it was turned over, but it's inoperable. Hmm. The police came and took his rifle away because a large group of people had entered his private property and were walking on his private property. And my understanding is that the police were unavailable. It's a giant 300 to 500 group, you know, people. And the cops are like, we can't respond to that. So the guy comes out for whatever reason, says he said they were threatening him. Maybe yep, he did. Say he that. said, she said, considering these, these, the, how, how these mobs operate, I believe him. We knew it was coming. They are literally charging this, fa- this couple with felony, with felonies. Check this out. Let me read a little bit and read the context. But we got some good news. We got some good news on this one. The Washington Post reports the St. Louis couple who emerged from their mansion in a gated community and aimed weapons at protesters marching past them last month were each charged Monday with one felony count of unlawful use of a weapon. Lawyers Mark McCloskey and Patricia have said they were merely defending their home on a private street in an upscale neighborhood from a crowd that was marching to Mayor Mayor Lita Krusen's house to protest racial injustice. Video and photographs show Mark McCloskey wielding a rifle and Patricia, Patricia McCloskey aiming a pistol at marchers created a firestorm of controversy. We know all that. St. Louis Circuit Attorney Kim Gardner, who filed the charges against the McCloskeys, did not order the couple to surrender or be arrested. Instead, as part of Gardner's reformist approach to reducing incarceration for low-level crimes, low-level? These are felonies. She issued them summonses and said she would consider them for a diversion program, which would enable the charge to be dismissed if a counseling or other remedial course was completed. The charge carries a possible penalty of probation up to four years. The McCloskey's attorney, Joel J. Schwartz, called the charges disheartening, as I unequivocally believe no crime was committed. Schwartz said the McCloskey's support the First Amendment right of every citizen to have their voice and opinion heard, be heard. This right, however, must be bound to the Second Amendment and Missouri law, which entitle each of us to protect our home and family from potential threats. Um, it is a castle doctrine state. Yeah. So You have no obligation to retreat from your property. 
You can carry your weapon on your property and you can tell people to F off. Yet they're being charged now. Welcome to the morality policing world. What we're seeing in Oregon with these riots, what we're seeing here, leads me to believe that if the escalation continues, we have already lit the spark, the first spark of a hot civil war. You're right. The reason for it is with the Portland police backing down and these rioters now being emboldened, do whatever they want. Yeah, basically. The feds are inside their own building, not engaging. Right. The they're, rioters are locked in. The rioters tear down the fences, start throwing explosives, setting fires, and then the feds come out to stop them. And then the cameras go up. And then the state of Oregon goes out, uses their resources to defend the riots. So this, to me, sounds like this first spark of a hot war. Well, and they're blamed. Look, did you see what uh, Nancy Pelosi said about it? Stormtroopers. Yeah, she. I mean, she's she's trying to. They're they're all all of them are just trying to blame Trump for it. It's like, oh, it's it's definitely Trump's well, fault. We got some good news. The governor of Missouri has said if they were charged, he would pardon them. That's, he, per- that's he, great. He was asked. If it comes to charges, would you pardon me? He says, that's what I'm thinking or something like that. That's where the thinking is going or something like that. I think it's very, very likely that the governor is going to intervene and say, nope. And Josh Hawley, the senator from Missouri, has said he wants a DOJ probe into the violation of their rights if charges emerge. So they have. So this is good news. It's also bad news. Optimistically, it's good to see that there are people coming to the defense of the McCloskeys who did nothing other than stand in their property with weapons, which they're allowed to do. Yeah. Well, Patricia was pointing the gun at people, but you can argue that, you know, whether she felt threatened, it's an argument. I, 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 I don't think you can break on a private property and then complain when someone pulls out a weapon and says, get off my property. Yeah. Well, in a castle doctrine straight, uh, state, for especially, the most part. Especially, yeah. The bad news is the charges happened in the first place, which means morality policing is clashing with political faction. Good point. The Republicans are saying we want an investigation into civil rights. And the Democrats are saying, charge them and arrest them. We like, regardless of, 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 you know, it's our interpretation that you've committed a crime. Slash, let's just get rid of civil rights. That's what they're doing in California. Yep. And that seems to be what they're trying to do everywhere in America. Do you know what a letter of Mark is, Adam? No, I don't. I, I did do a segment about this, but I really want to talk about it with you. Okay. A letter of Mark was when in the colonial era, I don't, we, didn't, we didn't talk about this before. Actually, when, yeah, it, it does sound familiar. Pirate ships. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We've, Privateers. For, well, I guess you explain it anyway, just in case people missed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, basically the government would give a ship a letter of mark, and then they could go after, go into enemy you know, you know, territory and go after their ships. And then the other countries would be like, oh, you're pirates. You know, it, they would blame you know, the, the crown of England. And England would say, no, no, they're privateers. They have nothing to do with us. We didn't do it. Right. So they could feign you know, ignorance. I look at what's going on now in Oregon, and based on the fact that Portland police have literally issued a statement saying we did not go out and engage these people, Mm -hmm. letting them run rampant and damage federal property. Then the state of Oregon targeted Trump. The mayor, the senators, the governor, and the AG are saying federal troops, Trump's army. So you've got the state literally going up against the executive branch. That's true. Yep. You've got these these far leftist extremists from Portland. They won't indict them. They won't arrest them. If Trump tries, they sue to stop him. Yep. It sounds like they can't use their police to go after Trump. So they have these private groups of rioters yeah. engaging in activities they won't be arrested for. I mean, how, how many times did we talk about the, the whole Chaz thing? Like, they were clearly trying to bait him into, you know, coming in and stopping it. People were calling yep. for him to do it. They were, 
you know, half the country was like, yes, Trump, go do it. And the other the other half was like, bring it on. I, we want you to do it, please, so we can blame Dude, you we're for in, it. Dude, we're in trouble, man. You know, and then you got Nancy Pelosi, you know, you, you said it was just the state. But she's she's sitting on t- she's third in line, isn't she? So yeah. she's she's sitting in on, on the you know with the the keys to the back door, and she's she's yep. supporting it also. Yeah, dude. Hmm. Really makes you think about it, you know. Yep. And she's a different branch of government. Exactly. So you, I'll tell you what. That I've goes seen, beyond the states. I've seen posts. There's this thing that happened where the moms, you know, showed yeah, up or whatever. Yeah, the moms. And it's like the most cringy propaganda. One woman literally, literally wrote "mommy" with black sharpie on a white T-shirt. Right. I'm like, oh, that proves it. Yeah, yeah. congratulations. Oh, yeah. Woman. She's definitely a mom, woman. Huh? And then they 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 show up, and then once Antifa starts acting a fool, they're gone. Right. They were still there, and there are, there are photos and videos of them getting tear gas and like freaking out. And these are the things being weaponized by the far left as like Trump's secret police. He's gassing the moms. Well, a lot of a lot of the arguments that I've gotten in, you know, is, well, there's, you know, when they took in black bag, that one guy, they, they're black bagging people now. And I'm like, OK, well, we said that well, <laughs> we were half joking. No, no, I know. But, that it, uh, you know, it doesn't matter. We we did talk about it, but that's what they're now saying. Look at what he's doing. Look at the look at the the fascist state we're in. You know, it's like. They're black bagging people, and I'm like, they probably saw him do something. Probably, I mean, police are getting attacked. He was getting questioned. Well, I mean, I, I tried to explain. You can't, you can't talk to these people, though. This, <laughs> I know. This is what I'm learning. You know, you can't even because. Oh man, it's like the just because they know my position, instantly I disagree with them on every single issue that they think. Every single one, you know. Suddenly, I'm just the enemy now. I'm evil. Yep. You know, and it's like, okay, well, you clearly don't know my character, even though you, we've known each other for 15 years. You know, you would think that they would trust the fact that I've made a decision to ask me why, at least, instead of just bombard me with how dare you, how dare you. You know, it's like tribalism I, is all that matters at this point. Yeah, you're right. So I saw someone, some journalist tweeted, if you, it was like one of those dim, it was like bingo meme. If you had Trump launching a secret police force to snatch his dissidents off the street, you know, on your 2020 bingo card, well, I guess you've won or something stupid like that. Yeah. And I thought to myself, like, this journalist is actually tweeting to people that's what's going on. Journalists with, like, tens of thousands of followers. Yeah. Followers who believe that's reality and it's not. Yep. Like, what, a couple people got arrested? Or not even arrested, detained for questioning, and that was it? And you're screaming? Where were you when Obama signed the NDAA, which included the indefinite, indefinite detention provision in 2012, which gave him the right to, like, secretly rendition people? Yeah, no one talks about that. If you had George W. Bush creates Presidential Directive 51 on your 2007 bingo list that allows the president to overthrow the entire U.S. government, create a new constitutional government under his authority, then check off your bingo. What, where, what are the people talking about? Right. It's 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 complete absurdity. TDS is real. And you know what really bothers me? Hmm. When we were talking about that conspiracy earlier with like people like Michael Hastings, man, hmm. it was bringing back memories. Yeah. Reading about these principled leftist, you know, anti-war individuals who now have nothing but Trump derangement syndrome blinding them. Yep. And Trump is literally like, let's bring our troops back. And I'm like, I'll take it. And they're like, no, the orange man is bad. And I'm like, well, I don't know about all that, but I mean, you were the one who told me 10 years ago we got to get our troops out of the Middle East. Yep. Now yep. you're saying what? It doesn't make any the sense. The orange man is bad. It's just them believing the narrative. That's these it. are These are Trump's secret police that yeah. were emboldened under Obama and created under Bush. Hmm. What? That's complex. You know what, man? The, the, the problem is 
the federal uh, cops in Portland can't literally leave the courthouse. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, they would just break into the courthouse, ransack everything, and destroy it, and then they'd blame Trump. Yep, exactly. So why, why, wouldn't, why didn't you stop this? So then when they start throwing firebombs at it yeah. and setting fires, and the feds come out and say, get back, and they try to put the fires out, what do we get? That, that retired Navy guy who stands next to the cops, and they start hitting him because he won't move, and now the narrative is they Trump's beat, secret police. Uh, beat a you know, veteran. Yep. It's like, well, did you see like the 10 minutes up to that port? Nope. Nope. They're just pushing you that one man? spot out there. I remember uh, of course. when I first started live streaming, people kept telling me like, now, now we'll always have the truth because when you're live, they can't lie. And I said, that's not true at all. Yeah. You know why? I could go with a live stream. Anybody could go with a live stream. They press go live and they hire one of their buddies to dress like whatever they want and yep. threaten them. And then all of a sudden, it's like far right threatens live streamer. And mm-hmm. you wouldn't know. They're wearing a mask. Yep. You would have no idea who it was. Or they could pretend to be Antifa. And I'm like, it doesn't matter. Both sides. What, what happens is Antifa starts a fire in front of the building. So they come out and they try to clear the area because there's a fire. This guy walks up to him and goes, I want to talk to you about the Constitution. And they're like, get back. This, you know, this, get back. And he's like, no. So they start hitting him. Yep. And he refuses to move. So they spray him. And then he moves and he flicks him off. It's like, you were in the Navy? Like, what do you think's going on, dude? It's a federal courthouse, and they started a fire in front I, of it. I haven't found any proof of that. He was wearing a shirt. Right. That's what they're saying. That's, where they're, getting, but that's where they're getting their information from, yeah. is from his T-shirt. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know? I'm just going to take this, this second to just remind everybody and, and inform everybody that we have all, every single, all three of us have seen the Yuri Bezmenov uh, interview. Why are they saying it? I've seen it a few times. Oh, I'm just gonna man. I'm just going to jump ahead here and just let you know. We know about it. All right. And if you don't, go check it out. I'm, I've put a spam filter. Oh, really? Yeah. So you yeah. don't even see it anymore. Any, any, because I, I probably get 50 a day. Right. Seriously. Yeah. Like, because we're, 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 we're getting like 75, 78 million views per month. Wow. Really? Wow. Holy cow. Throughout, throughout <laughs> all my channels. About, yeah. So it's like, oh, okay. The cast network. Yeah. So my, okay. so this, this plus my two other channels is totaling like almost 80 million. Whew. So I get like 50 emails a day about Yuri Bezunov. I'm sure. And so now to the point where it's like delete, 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 and spam filter. Yeah. Any, anyone who sends me anything having to do with Yuri Bezmanov is permanently banned from my email list. Oh, wow. Yep. Like you will never get an email into me ever again if you do that. And I'm not trying to be disrespectful because I know a lot of people just don't know this. Right. But if... That's why I took this time to just make a man, public I, service announcement. It's really difficult. To let everybody know. You know, considering the amount of emails I already get, mm-hmm. but to have one where it's just like, you know, yo, in, you need to see this video, man. This video is going crazy. It's viral, and I'm like, all right, what's this? You're a best one. Oh, come on, man. You know, it's from 1984, Delete. right? And Tim's been doing this for. How long? Ten years, dude. I watched the Yuri Bezmenov video years. a long, long time ago, back in like the loose change era. Wow. You know, it's like hey, you got to see what's going on, and they like show everybody this. Like, when was loose change? Like 2006 or something? 2004. I have no idea. Yeah, it was a long time ago. Oh man, just getting 50 emails a day, and then the crazy thing is, people who track down my private email addresses, and then I'm like, that's so disrespectful, dude. I have public email addresses where people can contact me, and I've I have forms on my website, mm-hmm. and people still try and look up public records and do this stuff to like get around these things. To it's just it's frustrating, Ooh. man. I bet. Well, let's do, we got we got one more. I really got to talk about. Okay. Yeah, this Redwood City scrubs Black oh, yeah. Lives Matter mural after Trump supporter asks to paint MAGA twenty. MAGA 2020 on same street. On the same, it was in the oh, same spot. Wait, wait. I'm sorry. I'm just I, before we I, I'm we actually out this b- before we read any any further. I would like to give a pseudo standing ovation to this individual. Come on, a little yeah. clap. All right, 
I, I'm actually little claps. I'm, I'm pretty impressed. This is the most. I'm pretty uh, impressed uh, here. The, the, this, <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> you see here. Listen, listen. We, we know everybody. You've been hearing about um, Bevelyn Beatty, right? That's her name. Mm-hmm. She is considered this uh, MAGA Trump hero because she's been splashing paint on the Black Lives Matter murals and then, you know, talking about how they don't actually care about black lives. She's a Trump supporter. She's saying things like Jesus matters and Jesus Christ is his name. Yeah. I, I have respect for what she's doing because she's engaging in nonviolent civil disobedience. It's true. Whereas normally I would say I don't like I would I would actually condemn the splashing of paint mm-hmm. so long as they're allowing Antifa to spray paint, you know, buildings Everywhere. and statues and then calling them peaceful protesters. Then why would I complain about what Bevelyn's doing? You're She's, right. It's, it's like it's a good if, point. If these are the standards we're abiding by, I don't, what do you want me to say? However, maybe however, she should try spray paint instead of of dumping paint because so maybe it's specifically yeah. spray paint they allowed. Mm-hmm. Just letting you know. Hmm. Well, just, just saying. This is the smartest thing, period. Yeah. Because I I've said uh, over and over the correct way to deal with this is to simply assert your equal rights under the law. If they write Black Lives Matter, then you should be able to write All Lives Matter right next to it. Hmm. Of point. course, they're not going to want to do that. Yeah. So sure enough, some very uh, smart Trump supporter said, okay, I want to paint MAGA. And they were like, get rid of it. Get rid of it. Take it down. And they got rid of it instead. <laughs> However, I believe this Trump supporter should still file a lawsuit demanding their right to do it because Black Lives Matter was already painted. Oh, they got rid of it? Yeah. So they scrubbed the, the they got rid of it. They got rid of the mural for Black Lives Matter because they didn't want MAGA on the streets. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yes. That's why I'm <laughs> clapping. I'm like. That's amazing. However, uh, they funny. already wrote Black Lives Matter. Therefore, they have already made the streets a public forum. And this individual still has the right to say MAGA 2020 on the street. They can't reject him now. Wow. Period. You're right. That's a good point. Sue. Or you could sue the city. Judicial Watch is suing. They want, quote, because really? no one is above the law written on D.C. streets. Because they wrote Black Lives Matter. Yep. Not only that, I say you go one step further. For every street that's been renamed Black Lives Matter, I think you should sue and say you want to rename a street All Lives Matter. Or hey, how about MAGA 2020? Or simply just Lives Matter. No, no, no. The point if you is, need a color in front of that, then you have if, an issue. If they're going to, to write a political message on street names yep. and oh. in the streets, then anyone should be allowed to do the exact same thing. So they want to make Black Lives Matter Plaza. I got no beef. I'm not going to say, like, I disagree with the, with the paint. They got their street. I'm happy for you. Congratulations. I love it. That's good for you. Yeah. Now I'm going to get my street. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make, uh, h- how about I say, you know, uh, um, Tim Pool for president. How about I get, I, I want that, I want that on the street. Don't tease us, man. I want that in front, <laughs> I want that in New York City. I want Mayor Bill de Blasio to use taxpayer money to write Tim Pool is the best. Political message. I want to see that. They, ha- they have to allow it. Right. What, what, what's their defense going to be in court? We only allow our political message. That's, that's what they're, I mean, well, they I'm made, gonna see, I can't wait to see what they have to say, they, actually, honestly. They made streets a public speech forum. You're right. And they can't deny people now. It's true. Even trying to get rid of it, it's not going to be enough. Check it out. They say, many communities across the country are displaying Black Lives Matter street murals. Redwood City was one of them until last week when the city quietly removed it. Huh. Redwood City resident Dan Peace got permission from city officials to paint Black Lives Matter sign on Broadway as part of the 4th of July public art celebration. The city even supplied him with yellow poster board paint to do it. Well, they're paying for it too. Wow. Well, now you got to pay for my paint to write my message. Because we were using the poster board paint that would eventually deteriorate over time, 
My understanding from them was that the mural would last as long as the paint lasted. But last Thursday, the city washed the sign away after being contacted by a local real estate attorney, Maria Rutenberg, who said that if the street was now a public forum, she wanted a sign of her own reading <laughs> MAGA 2020. <laughs> oh, Standing ovation. To you, Maria. To you. Excellent work. I saw Black Lives Matter sign appearing on Broadway Street on the asphalt, and I figured that's going to be new public space open for discussion, and I wanted to get my message out too. Yep. Brilliant. MAGA is, of course, short for Make America Great Again, a rallying cry for supporters of Trump. Faced with the possibility of a political and or legal fight, the city suddenly decided that Dan Pease's sign was a traffic hazard huh. that might cause accidents, and they removed it so in the weird. middle of the night. Pease says he doesn't consider Black Lives Matter to be a political statement, but he understands the position the city was in. It doesn't matter if it's a political statement to you. What matters is it was speech, period. Yep. If I paint anything, even an abstract picture of outer space, that is speech, and therefore anyone can write anything. They open the door for this and washing that away will not change that fact. Boom. I have no hard feelings to the city council, Peace said. I am disappointed, but at the same time, I am very grateful that they allowed me to put that message on Broadway. And there it is. Yep. They let me put that message on Broadway. Scrub it away all you like. I hope that this real estate agent, is it Maria? Yep. Carry on. It is still a public forum. Erasing it doesn't change the fact that the door has been opened. Well, I'm just going to say this right now. Maria Rutenberg, Thank you. And you've opened the door and the minds of many other people that want to put their message out there. So this is a matter. I think this is just the beginning. This is a matter of free speech, not political support for anybody. Boom. If you want to write Black Lives Matter in the street, I think the city should not permit it because that would open up the street to literally everybody. What happens now if someone decides to write the 14 words? The city can't say no. Congratulations. You did this, New York. Someone can go to New York right now and say, I want the 14 words across, you know, 50 seconds, you know, uh, street or whatever. I want it right in front of Central Park on Billionaire's Row. The 14 words. You know what that is? No. The Nazi slogan. Oh, wow. And what are they going to say? No. Too bad. I know I'm taking the extreme yeah. stance on this one, Clearly. but that's the fact. When you make the street a public forum, this is what you've done. And that's why I thought it was a bad idea. Now, with this woman writing, wanting MAGA on the street, I'm not saying that to support Trump or MAGA. I'm saying it to support the First Amendment and equality under the law. Freedom of speech, baby. This was a huge mistake. But every single jurisdiction who has done this has opened the door that cannot be closed. The moment the paint touched that ground with your permission, and in some instances, they paid for it. Mm -hmm. You know what that means? They're going to have to pay for it, too. That's a good point. You can be like, this, I want I want set the precedent. Yep. I wanted to say Trump 2020, and you're paying for it. I wanted to say the wall, and I want you to pay for it. And then you can tell all your friends, we got the wall done, and they paid for it. <laughs> That's good. So all it takes now is any one person. Now I'll tell you what. Imagine if 100 people, 100 people all threatened to sue. Yep. The city would be in serious trouble. Any one of these cities. All of these cities. Imagine if 1,000 people. Yep. And guess what? It's a First Amendment issue. It's national. It's not citywide. Yeah. Meaning anyone from anywhere should legally be able to do it. And oh, I could be wrong. Man. I'm not a lawyer. Okay. Wait. She. Oh, she's she's an attorney. She's a real estate attorney, right? Oh, okay. She's is a real that, estate attorney. Is that, is that yeah, what that, it says? That's what it is. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Real estate attorney. Does it say that, though, for sure? It says right there. Local real estate attorney, Maria oh, right, Rutenberg. Right, right, right. Oh, okay, see, I see. Yeah. So she seems to know what she's on about. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So think about it. I'm curious as to how many bored people there are. And how many streets we are going to see over the next few weeks littered with crazy messages that make no sense. Because she just did it. Yep. Now they quickly erased it like, oh no, oh no. But I don't think they can win. 
No. I don't think they can. No, not at all. Maybe they can people, apologize. People want this. They, they're looking for this. They are battle. flying to the, the shelves to buy Goya. <laughs> I, I know that's that's kind of like a random thing, but no, it's true. wait, 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 but, hold on. But look at that, you know. People should should demand that Goya be written in the streets. <laughs> You're right. No joke. No joke. I, yep. I I agree with you. I want I want to see a gigantic mural of a can of Goya black beans. Yes, <laughs> just straight down Fifth Avenue. Oh man, yeah, man, dude, that would be one of the most triggering things you could do because it's true. the most nonsensical. It's true. But no, but I, but I, but I but I do mean it. Erasing this shouldn't change the fact. That the speech was already permitted. Yep, exactly. They can come out and say it was a mistake. We shouldn't have allowed it. But I think any good judge is going to say, I get it, but you've given the speech already. Right. You can't take away the fact that you've granted people the right to speak. Exactly. You can set a time limit, I suppose, but to be fair under the law, mm-hmm. however long that message existed, anyone De- should be able to write De it. De Blasio put 27 police officers to protect the Fifth Avenue one. So not only... Are they allowing the speech of what they're saying or what they're allowing? They're putting 27. That's more than any other unit that they have in New York City. 27 police officers are now holding that sign to, to keep it safe. Whoa. Are there going to be an. Are, well, yeah. yeah. Are there going to be. A, yeah. So how much money is the, is the are the New York residents paying for this political message? That's a great question, Tim. This is a, they, they, I'm sorry, man. They made such a serious, serious tactical error on this one. Agreed. Because now if they put 26 cops on that, you should be able to legally argue for the same thing from the city. Yep. How stupid. I want to write MAGA 2020 on 6th Avenue and uh, I want, tw- I want 27 yep. police officers to protect it. Because people might vandalize it. Yep. Oh, they definitely And they would. will. Yeah. Exactly. And you know what Bill DeBoz is going to say? He's going to say, nope. Yep. And then here come the lawsuits. Yep. You know what, man? I'm not confident that it'll be that it'll be upheld though. These these suits will probably take a long time. But you look look how fast they removed the mural. At the very least, you might see all these cities oh, and they jurisdictions. Were, they were sweating. What city was this in? This is a, seems like Redwood a small city. Yeah, yeah Redwood. Where's Redwood? Yeah, I think it's in the Bay Area. Oh, okay, California. Yep. If one person filed a suit, they'd probably win. I could be wrong, but I think they'd win. I don't know. How, I don't know how you argue this to a judge. Mm-hmm. We're allowed to put up a political message and pay for it for for this one group, but and not anyone else. It. And and yeah, the judge is going to be like, you can't do that. That's the First Amendment applies to everybody. Right. If the citizens have a right to, to write something, then all citizens have a right to write something. And if the local gov- if the government is going to be paying for it for citizens, then the government pays for it for whatever citizens want, whatever message. Yeah. Boom. Yeah, it's like, and, and they love to the Reem Trump part for just protecting the statues. Magoya. That people were, <laughs> you know, were defacing, ripping down. Yep. And now de Blasio is protecting, how is it not a political statement? You know, it, it is. It doesn't matter if you think it is or isn't. Correct. It's speech. You're absolutely right. It doesn't matter if it is or it isn't. It's there. It's already a public forum. How many, they set the precedent. How many people watch us are in New York? I wonder. How many know. how many bored people can question. spend a few minutes to file a, a petition or something? I don't care what city you're in. It doesn't matter. If you if you feel like it's wrong that they they get to write it down and, and you can't, what are you waiting for? We should see a MAGA twenty twenty right next to every Black Lives Matter. Oh yeah. for sure, yeah. Balance. Yep. Or yep. at least all lives matter or something. Mm-hmm. But then you know what's gonna happen? Violence. Mm-hmm. Yep. People are going to start fighting. Well, hey, newsflash, there's already violence all over the place. People are getting shot every single day right now. They're, they're already Magoya. shooting each other. People this, are saying this is happening right now. Riots have been going on nonstop for almost two months. 
what this makes me super nope. mad about new york city because the fact that they assigned 27 cops yeah it's to guard it 27 27 yeah Not, wow. no new york is crazy not only that they're they're, they're actively telling people Look, stop calling us for people doing fireworks. Go ask them yourself to and stop. And then someone got shot. And then, Did you hear? Oh, oh, yeah, a 33-year-old woman went out and said, look, please, In please Brooklyn. stop. And they were like, all right, all right. Went over, got Bang. a gun, and killed her. Jeez, dude. It's like New York is a hmm. cesspool. What, what are you doing, de Blasio? What are you doing? He's insane. It's a shame. Yeah. Yeah, dude. City's he should collapsing. be ashamed of himself. I hope, I have a dream, that one day I wake up and across this country are just weird, nonsensical speech statements that i don't understand like magoya that's a great dream. people are, people are gonna be like what what's magoya doesn't matter Mag- it's a combination of maga and goya yeah Ma- <laughs> but magoya but people are make go- america goya again yes. yeah 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 <laughs> but people could you imagine how how like confused people are gonna be when like one day they wake up and their black lives matter mural is now sitting next to magoya 2020 they're and they're like, like what, what? <laughs> <laughs> and they're gonna google it trying to figure out what it means no Go one fee-fee. knows kofifi yeah, <laughs> yeah kofifi kofifi new mural new mural kofifi kofifi 2020 it's not even about it's not even about trump it's about literally you being able to write i'm cool um jim was here yeah uh, eat at joe's doesn't matter whatever town. it is whatever you want the streets, the streets are the new forum. That's right. Out of canvas. That's and right. And the city will pay for it. That's right. And they'll pay to everyone. guard it. And they'll pay to guard it. Even as their city falls apart. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. This might be the way to actually solve the crime. If we write a message on every other block right. and have 27 cops guarding <laughs> each one, there oh. will be zero crime. That's a lot of cops, yeah, man. That's a, that's a lot of petty. There'll be a lot of citations for like jaywalking and sure. speeding. But <laughs> that's probably like hundreds of thousands of police. 27 every other block no. in New York, as big as it is. It's probably hundreds of thousands. Yeah, it's crazy, the number, 27 that's cops. That's Because that's, and I was reading about it, it's like, that's more than any unit. Yeah, that know? blew my <laughs> mind. Like a crime unit. <laughs> yeah, that's McGoy. what I was there isn't, there isn't a crime unit that has 27 police officers. And they're already defund, they're de- trying to defund the police, but using 27 police officers <sighs> to protect this mural. Priorities, that, man. Why, I wonder, I wonder why this is just the first time we've heard of it, though. This is, this, is the, this is the issue. The left is organized, and so the city says, we'll give you whatever you want. Right. And the right isn't, so they don't. Yeah, because they're too busy working. They're too busy with their jobs, trying to figure their life out, because yeah. they're actually planning for the future. It makes sense to me. Squeaky wheel gets the grease, man. The people who don't want to work are like, yeah, how can, we, how can we not work? How can we figure that out? It's like, come on. Well, Sorry, you got to work to survive in this world. Magoyaya. Magoya. Yes, Magoya. I would love to see that. Make America Goya again. <laughs> yes. The funny, th- the, the the best thing about Goya is that it's a Hispanic company, mm-hmm. and it's like the big. I think it's like the biggest Hispanic company in the country. Yeah. Uh, one of in the Makes one sense. of the biggest co- in the mm-hmm. world, and the left is targeting it, and Trump supporters are the ones supporting it. It's like, it's all tribal, man. Yeah. That that boycott Goya didn't really work for them. It was a boycott. Oh, what's up? Uh, a boycott. Yeah, yeah it, it turned into a boycott. And this, people were saying their stock was going up. I think they're a private company. I don't, yeah. I don't think they have any stock or anything like that. All right, let's uh, let's do this. Oh, we're going to read super chats. Let's do it. What up, everybody? There we How's go. it going, friends? Let's peruse some here super chats. Joe Radican says, Tim, if the presidential election were held today, who would you vote for? Much love from Texas. I would say, in all likelihood, Donald Trump. Um, and the only reason I say I'm not 100% confirmed is because we, we have several months. For all I know, I don't know, aliens show up, whatever. But if it was today, it'd be him. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I, I, well, I say probably. I'm just saying probably because I don't know how else to say it. 
But I think Afghanistan is the is the is the hammer yeah. on the nail. Like right now, there's no argument anyone can give to me that's like uh, he just tried to pull our troops out and they stopped him. I'm gonna I I, I would like him to do that. You know what I mean? I would too. Yeah. Right, he's trying. Yeah. DC Pagan says Splatoon timeline is best timeline. Oh, no. Every street, insane nonsensical messages. You, you think about think about how insane this will be when there's no more like uh, uh, road arrows or like <sighs> traffic symbols on the street. Yeah. No more no more lines. No more lanes. Just literally just weird. I would like a giant unicorn that is farting rainbow bubbles. Oh yeah. Tell me no. If you get Black Lives Matter, I get a farting unicorn. (laughs) (laughs) That's only fair. That's funny. It's only fair. Daniel J. Corka says, thanks again, Adam, for doing the deep dive into the history of Donald Trump. Maxwell didn't kill herself. Spin the UFO. I will. uh, Everyone. Everyone's been asking to. I I have the article or I have the the episode. I just need to uh, tweak some things. So and but it'll be back. Don't worry. It'll be back. George Wood says, absolutely love the rendition of Will of the People on Friday. Can't wait for the studio version. Still waiting on Lydia's SoundCloud rapping career, though. Oh, Keep yeah, it up, guys. That. Love the show. No one's supposed to know about that. You know what? If you haven't already, make sure you... Smash the like button. Yes. Yeah. Now we've gotten away a lot more of the, away from the more serious, terrifying stories. Yes. Yeah. We can be more silly about smashing that like button. And don't forget to smash the subscribe button if you haven't. Because I believe there's 44, 43 or so thousand people watching right now who could all smash all those buttons. And if each and every one of you smashed that like button, YouTube would probably put us at number one and tell everyone to watch the show. And if you think that's a good thing, do it. I think it's a good thing. I think it's a great thing. I do. The best thing. And also thanks for the super chats for sure. Defixio says, Adam, I was 20 minutes into your deep dive and it was taken down. Is there a backup? Consider BitChute automatic backup may be good work, guys. There is a backup and it is on my computer. So it will be, I'm going to upload it uh, soon-ish. I am working on it currently. Student of History says, petition to rename the Great Depression to the Big Sad. Also, FDR thinking it was a good idea to sick the economy on the economy to fix the economy. Seriously, what was he thinking? All right, let's see. Ooh, what's this? Uh, Nato says, Adam, how did you like the Lagavulin scotch? Oh, it was delicious. It was de- it was delicious. I felt like Ron Swanson. I think my my <laughs> my mustache grew out thicker. a little bit. I was like, oh, hey, I woke up and it was just you know a little bit thicker. I was like, oh, nice. Oh, Graf Fontiro says so. Not only does Fauci support paralyzing the entire country just to protect Grandpa, apparently he supports killing Grandpa. You know, what my favorite thing is, oh, uh, man, this guy. Do you know who Cameron Kasky is? Sounds familiar. He was one of the one of the kids from the Parkland shooting. Who you know he was like profiled and he became an activist, started speaking up about okay. gun, gun rights and stuff, gun control. Sure. He tweeted out something like, I think he said, I'm not a, a, a doctor, like novice or otherwise, but I'm pretty sure New York is not an example of doing it right when it comes to coronavirus. I'm paraphrasing. Okay. But I thought it was funny he because he's, he's, he was, he's, he's he nailed it, though. He, he's more of an anti-Trump person, right. but he's completely right. And I saw 100%. that and I'm like, I'm like, yes, sir. Thank like, you. Yep. Finally. Nice. Fauci said New York did it right. Jeez. What? Are you I'm not kidding. kidding. When did he say that? A couple days ago. Oh my listen, listen, goodness! Listen. I have way too much to say about that right now. <laughs> listen, hold on. I, oh my god! Cuomo personally ordered sick people into nursing homes. Yep. Sixty-five hundred people are estimated to have died because of him. Yep. yep. The economy is in shambles with one million unemployed in New York City. Not improving. Like the rest of the country is improving. The New York Times says New York is not. They're yep. still getting Half a killed. Million. Half people a million. are still getting shot. Crime is skyrocketing. Half a million people have fled the city, and Fauci said, that's how you do it right. 
Fest. Heaven forbid right. if Fauci's plan hits the rest of where we live. Oh my no, gosh. thank you. 360% increase in crime in New York City. <laughs> Dude. 360% ri- rise. But and, that was. And then de Blasio comes out going. Well, we have the lowest amount of prisoners in our prison systems. Ha, ha, ha. Let me when you let them all let go. Me brush my shoulders off. It's like, yeah. Well, you no, let no, no, them no. all out. Not brush my shoulders. Let me unlock this gate here, and oh my gosh. the number's actually going down as we speak. Oh, <laughs> yeah, God, crazy man. Isn't it? I'm so happy. I do not live in New York anymore. Yeah, for real, dude. That's I'm why. That's escape. one of the reasons I got out. Villa Music Dude says. I think of the early 2000s, years of my life where there were greater relative amounts of free society besides the Patriot Act. It felt right to resist government then. I find the system I wanted to resist, I want to defend now. Well, I am not happy with a lot of the stupid BS that has emerged over the past several decades that give this extreme executive authority. But there's a big difference between Barack Obama signing the NDAA indefinite detention provision, which would allow federal authorities to kidnap you in the middle of the night, bring you to an offshore oil rig and rendition you. And Donald Trump asking federal police to arrest someone who threw an explosive at their building. And Boom. Then, yes. <laughs> it's like, By the way, it. that was Obama. That was Obama. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did that. Yeah, yeah. So that's way worse. A lot of these progressives were warning of this. They said, you support Obama now, but everything he's creating will one day be in the hands of someone you hate. We and then here we are. You. But again, let's be real. When a DHS guy has a police badge on a patch on his chest yep. and DHS on his arm, and he walks up and says, come with us. And you go, but who are these strange men kidnapping me? You must be blind. There must be some, you must be not like what? Right. <laughs> like they're cops. Yeah. You know? n- newsflash. We were joking when we said they were being black bagged. <laughs> we yeah. read the article. The guy got out 90 minutes later. He wasn't even in very 90 never... minutes inside to, to, and then be let out. No and charges. Now, now, now listen, what? hold on. I would very much prefer it if they had badges. True. With badge numbers. Mm-hmm. And I do not like the fact that they're just wearing patches. But to act like you don't know what's going on. You engage in a riot. Don't be surprised when federal agents come and grab you. What if they were wearing suits? That's exactly what they wanted, though. You, you, Th- those people that were filming were like, yeah, this is the yep. ammo we need yep. to like totally prove that these guys are, are terrible people. What if, what, if they were, what if they were FBI agents wearing suits? And they walked up and said, come on. And they, bought them, they put them into a black unmarked SUV. When I was in Chicago in 2012... And we had a mixture of police vehicles and black unmarked SUVs surround us. We didn't immediately get out and go, who are these strange What's men happening? who have surrounded us with weapons? I was like, oh, look, police. That was what that was it. You're right. smart, I think. Yeah. Um, these people are, are lying. They're full of it. It's just it's the name of the game, man. Yep. Grant Thompson says Trump was never on the plane. He ended any relation uh, with Epstein after they had a dispute about property. The Bill Clinton itinerary is extensive, however. People have been asking about a connection with the... I can't say that person's name. Yeah, so there you go. Yeah, I didn't... Uh, you mentioned it earlier, and I was like, I don't... I, I didn't read anything about him being on any of the flights. Yeah, so I must have... I must, I have to, I'll have to issue a correction on that. I was not aware. Yeah. I, yeah. Made, a, I made an assumption that was probably incorrect. Okay. Me. I, will, I will assume that is incorrect. I only say that because I don't have any, I don't have any sources other than people telling me that's not true. This is a, an important super chat here. Chronos uh, Gaming says, Adam, your hair is fantastic. Wonderful. Very important super chat. Agreed. Kuro Terran <laughs> says, as an expat working in Afghanistan, there are so many Afghanis that fear a coalition withdrawal because they wouldn't be able to flee and would be subject to reprisals in the Taliban's return. I hear that. I understand it. But America should never have been there. America shouldn't be there now. We are not the world police. No, we're not. What do, what do you do? What do you do? I don't know, man. 
but I do not believe it is our responsibility, and and I don't believe it should be our burden. And, 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 I agree. And, but, but I will tell you this. I do, I do think it is fair to point out it was our fault for going there in the first place, and now we have a responsibility to a certain degree. But I think it was Ron Paul. I think he was referring to the war. He said, when you're a doctor and you prescribe someone a medication that turns out to be wrong, yeah. you don't just go, well, I guess you're on it. You might as well stay on it. Yeah, no. You immediately get them off that medication, say that was a bad idea, and getting them off may cause problems. They might get sick and it may, may make things worse, but yeah. you can't just keep it going. You might have to taper it, but you have yeah. to stop. Yeah, because we've created an addiction. Yep. So now we, 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 we leave. And maybe, you know what the good thing is? Maybe Trump saying I'm out will get them all being like, oh, we better secure our own defenses and everything now. We'll yeah, figure it out. So. But I don't like the idea that we have problems here and the left is screaming Donald Trump is doing it bad. And we're, we have we have our troops over in the Middle East. Yep. I'm sorry, man. I'm not, I can't I can't see through that. And I, everyone everyone's screaming. This is this is one thing that bugs me. I've been told not to say anything because I'm not a professional or, you know, I'm not uh you know, I'm, I'm not a doctor because I'm questioning specific things in, the, in, you know, about a certain something that's happening right now in the world. You know, and then I, I like look at the person who's talking to me and they're just like a coffee. They pour barista. Coffee, yeah, a barista. And it's like now. Now, hold who, on. Who are you? They can draw a mad squirrel. They can. Yeah. A crazy looking sure. squirrel with cream. But, like, but that does not uh, uh, to, to bestow. The, I mean, I have done hundreds of hours of research knowing about all this stuff, so I can sit here and have a conversation with you about everything that's going on and know what's happening. And it's like, for you to tell me that I don't know what I'm talking about and then also scream at, at the top of your lungs that now we should be in in Afghanistan? Like, wait. That blows my, blows my mind. Wait, wait, wait. But... You're you're an expert now in in suddenly uh, what's going on in foreign affairs. Yeah, get out of here. Mm-hmm. How insane! Get out of here. It's insanity. Look, man, These people they they want to pick and choose their battles, and it's like no, you don't get to pick and choose. You either have the entire war with me, and I'll I'll go toe to toe with you, or or shut up, get out of here, stop asserting your you know trying trying to assert your dominance. Well, it doesn't work with me. This reminds me of when I was at Occupy Wall Street. And I was talking to this group of people. Okay. And this one white guy goes, well, you think that I was talk, basically talking about like meritocracy and stuff. Okay. And like equality. And he goes, you think that though, because you're white and your privilege stops you from understanding what, you know, these people are going through. And I was like, no, I'm actually, I'm second generation mixed race. And then he goes, oh, oh. Uh, Oh, 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 n- now I see what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. And I was like, uh-huh, you do? Oh, <laughs> great. Gosh. No, you're just pandering because you're a white supremacist. Like, you are you are a leftist racist. That's what they yep. do. And so basically, they're, they have no principles. Their political statements are based on whatever they think is socially acceptable. So when this guy was standing in front of a bunch of people saying, you don't understand your privilege, but it turned out he was talking to a marginalized person. All of a sudden he was like, oh no, my social standing, whatever shall I do? Doesn't that make them grifters? Yes. Like by definition. And so when it comes to Donald Trump, and, and, and they're marching in the street saying, no blood for oil, and they're like banging on windows. And then Donald Trump gets up and he goes, we're pulling the troops out. The best troop withdrawal, everybody agrees. And they go, they look at their sign, and they're like, uh, and then they take a Barker and they co- they put like keep our troops in Afghanistan keep our troops blood for oil ah they start smashing <laughs> things again yeah, yeah. oh man barely yep. a pause MH says 
You want to talk about a conspiracy theory? Snopes has the idea that Black Lives Matter has a board member who is a convicted terrorist is mixture because no one has a shared definition of terrorism. That's Snopes for you. Yeah. Terrorism huh. has a very clear definition. And oh, they were, they, they were like, it's funny because it says whether or not having hundreds of pounds of explosives is considered to be it. You know, it's like, whoa, whoa, huh. whoa. Let me stop no, you there. No, we're not arguing about that one. <laughs> yeah. Someone was arguing me, with me that uh, they never found pipe bomb stuff. And I was like, OK, how do you know that? Because <laughs> I saw them. I, yeah. I saw them in, in custody. I, they were showing them. And it's like, so I saw it. I, wh- where are you getting your information from? Well, apparently they arrested one guy with a gun, too. Really? Yeah. I don't know how much I trust police and law enforcement or the government. Right. But right now, you earn no favors from me far left when you purposefully go to this place and throw explosives at the building. That's correct. As soon as, look, if I, go, if I went to a protest and they were like, hey, we're going to go protest the federal government because they're, you know, like oppressors. And I was like, okay. The moment someone went, welcome to the protest. I'd be like, bye bye. I'm out. Yep. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not okay with this. That it's went. Pro- that goes from protest to riot very quickly. Well, yeah. insurrection. I mean, Easily. throwing, throwing a, an explosive is a bit beyond just a riot. Yeah, the good point. Yeah. A riot is like people who are just like doing dumb things and smashing stuff. Yep. But coming with weapons and Woo. bombs. That's another level. And then I don't know what you'd call it when a woman strips naked and then spreads her legs in the street. I don't even know what that is. Yeah, me neither. I don't know what well, that congratulations. is. Well, congratulations. She got press attention. Yeah, she sure did. She's a well, hero. I, I'm just going to really quickly just want to say thanks. Can I get my... Uh, do yeah, I, do I have a close-up? Uh, only Tim. No. Oh, that's fine. So no, you do. Up. I do? Yeah, I think I do. Yeah. Oh, here we go. So check this out. This is coronavirus what? coffee. And so, someone actually posted this on, on one of my... I don't remember what it was, but... Uh, they were like, oh, yeah, like, check this coffee I, I, I got. And they sent me it. They, they went to the, the coffee truck that they got it, and there was one left. And they sent it. It says, uh, let's see, coronavirus coffee, estimated uh, 2020. CNN and N- MSNBC say it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> um, it is a bag of, of BS. I can't, can't say that, but, uh, but it says it's killer coffee. Oh, oh. boy. I'm scared. <laughs> it's real coffee, though, right? No, it is. Oh, okay. Smells good. Actually, you should make some. Smells smells good. It's, it. it's actually whole bean, so I'll have to go get a, a oh, coffee grinder. Share coffee it with grinder. Us. Whole bean. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's, you can. It's called the blend for the end. Oh gosh, <laughs> wonderful, <laughs> perfect. And that was uh, uh, but Vita's. So thank you, thank you for sending that to me. That's I really, really appreciate you. That's great. Cat X Dragon says, "Where is the video to prove this? A gunman wearing a FedEx driver's uniform on Sunday killed the son and wounded the husband of a federal judge." Links to. I'm assuming you mean Epstein. I am for real. Did I miss something? I call shenanigans. Yes, we we, we talked about it in great detail. That's yep. literally what's being reported by ABC and, and the FBI. <laughs> this is real life, apparently, you know. Yeah, so, this is 2020, guys. You know, this, hey, look, I said this before that we are, I was like, um, I, I had this really cool idea for like a short film or something. Like, what would it be like to be an ancillary character mm-hmm. or like an NPC that's not involved with the main quest line of a video game. Right. So like right now, whoever, whatever the simulation or video game or storyline is, we have nothing to do with the actual main storyline. We are a weird side quest that has nothing to do with anything. <laughs> not, mean, not in my story, Tim. Well, you're not where this stuff's going down. That's we, true. We, we, are, we are waste. What is it? What is it? Wasteland Radio? Is that what it's called in Fallout 3? Wasteland Radio. Appala- the, Appalachian Radio, I yep. think it's called. So here's what's happening right now. Yeah, it's us. There's some secret agent who is like tracking down the cabal and it's some like super action packed movie. We, we are in the movie or game for only a few minutes as he's like searching YouTube on his phone and then he sees the show. Yeah. And it's just like a passive ancillary character thing that's not really involved and you could choose to listen or not. 
And that's uh, that's what we are. Hmm. Because right now, somebody knows what's going on with this weird FedEx assassin guy. Oh, definitely. And we like only definitely. get a glimpse of it. But someone's living, living that crazy, crazy story. Oh, my goodness. Here we go. Super Bam Bam says Broward County, Florida has issued an emergency order mandating that citizens wear masks inside their homes now. Are you serious? And what are you going to do to enforce that? Good are you going to come to my house, luck. knock on the door and be like, where's your mask? Yeah. How, yeah. What? Inside your own home now? Yeah. What? So that doesn't weird. make any sense. And we had a couple put on house arrest. What? Yeah, dude. This is insane. That's in Florida also? That w- I, Florida. Was that no, Florida? No, that one was Tennessee. No, Tennessee. Alabama? Kentucky? Let me check. Just Might keep have been naming yeah, states. states. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Uh, I have no idea. The Grizzly says, hey, Tim, have you heard about some stupid news? Far leftists on Twitter are calling the Japanese fascists because Japanese critics like to game about their history. Only it was made by evil white people in San Diego, California. Well, that proves it. Oh, <sighs> Fenrir the Wolf says, Yo, Beanie Crew, longtime viewer lurker. Just wanted to say keep it the fantastic work. Excited to watch your continued growth. Well-deserved. Great Trump deep dive Adam. Looking forward to more Adam Cast episodes. Thank Ooh. you very much. Wunderbar. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, that episode will be back soon. If you haven't already, make sure you smash the like button, smash the subscribe button, smash the notification bell. You can follow me on Twitter at TimCast, on par- uh, Parlor and Instagram as well. You can follow Adam on all the same platforms at Adam Krigler. And of course, at Sour Patch Lids, L-Y-D-S, yes, on indeed. Twitter and Parlor. So what, did you find out where it was? That was Louisville, Kentucky. Oh, actually. I got it. Oh, bing, 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 yeah. Bing, bing. We guessed enough states, nothing. We got, you win I, I a said, Joe Biden sniff. <laughs> a Joe Biden sniff. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Just what he wanted. Wait, there we go. Somebody, somebody injured Joe. Somebody injured him. Whoa. <gasps> what happened to him? Look at this. Oh, no. What, what is this? Was oh. that a kitty stepped on it? Yeah. Oh, yep. yeah. Yep. Oh, man. This you know, I can't mad. say I'm upset about it. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, it's our, it's our mock Joe I mean, Biden. we, we got, we got some dimple. fun out of him. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, I, I got to turn that on. <laughs> You're a lying dog-faced pony soldier. Oh, did they not do it to your narrative? How dare you? Well, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> You're a lying dog-faced pony soldier. We need, you we can't need, overdo it, Tim. We need more from Joe. I, I need some... Uh, some some Trump ones. I, mine's coming in the mail. I don't. We don't Should have be it here yet. soon. Yeah, dude. Well, it might be here in a few days. Yeah, who knows? Well, it's gonna be fun. Yeah, I'm excited about it. You're a lion dog face pony soldier. <laughs> Apparently, that's not even a real thing. Like he claimed it was from a show. It wasn't. What? He just like made it up. Yeah, but there was like claimed it was from a show. They were pony soldiers from some show. Yeah, but like lion him. dog faced pony soldier was like not a thing. Right. And well, people I mean, were like, he, he has been known to plagiarize in the past. So that is knows? true too. Yeah, we can't forget. Oh, it's interesting. Yeah, uh, Big Thicky says Yangtze River flooding basically the entire North China Plain. Three Gorges Dam is only 11 meters from breaching. Wow. Oh, that's oh man, that's, that's there's like 400 million people. Uh, 400 million, 400 that's million people Jin that live Yang? live below Jin that Jin dam. So What's causing if, it to if, overflow? Poor planning made in China. Well, <laughs> made in saying. China. Everything is spicy. Every structure there spicy is literally Lydia I know, coming I in know. hot. <laughs> Just, I've been it's, sitting on that joke for a long time. It's literally in China. Oh my goodness! <laughs> I mean, she's not wrong. I'm not wrong. Okay. <laughs> but and honestly, I I don't know. Uh, there's there there's some people on Twitter that have been uh, sending me updates constantly about that. So we'll track it. We'll, we'll, we'll stay um, yeah. Now, now here's here's Brewmaster Monk says you guys seem like the main characters from from where I am sitting. Also, you guys give me hope that you can improve your economic class without abandoning your principles. Thanks. It's true. Thank you. But I gotta say, from where I'm sitting, it sounds like you're the main character because we're just wasteland radio to you. That's right. You're the one running around and like 
not really moving but still pretending like you're running like in video games running you know what I mean? the wall yeah, yeah you're running to the wall while you're still running that's you not us we're just sitting here jabbering that's nah, us i guess teach, no one here is fighting a dragon own. we're not jumping 20 feet in the air and throwing thrusting the sword into the belly of the giant demon lord oh yeah you are what you are you believe you are i guess Yep. Unless, unless they, like we're playing some kind of weird, like futuristic Prappa the Rappa, where you got to like type in words really fast to make the hosts talk about stuff. <laughs> You're like, oh man, circle, circle, square, enter, go, and then this makes sense. Tim just went on a rant about Donald Trump. Oh, oh, Adam, lay him up. And then they mash keys, and then Adam <laughs> goes on a rant. <laughs> yeah. That could be us. Yeah. Yeah. War Tortoise says, "Hey guys, buy a bag of Black Rifle coffee. Some of the proceeds go for uh, go to for two A rights." Funny you mentioned that. So funny, you, that's my my line. No, I was so excited. But it's oh, my that's, coffee. That's, okay, okay. You shut your true. mouth. <laughs> I just ordered some, and I just got it. Look at this. Yeah, that's right. You Thin see blue line. You see what coffee I'm holding up. That's right. I don't. Snip I don't. That. I don't regret anything. Black I support our. I support coffee. our officers. Dude, that Fourth of July video they did it was amazing. Man, these coffees smell good. You, know, you hold on, man. You know what the issue yeah. is? I'm excited good about sniffing. this one too. Why? Yeah, wait, why? where's the Biden? Biden needs He's to get a little, to sniff sniff. That coffee. Need a little sniff of that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <No>. <laughs> Why is it that the right is having so much fun? That's, that's the real issue. You watch a video from Black Rifle Coffee, and they're shooting the, the national anthem. Yep. You know? Yeah, they Seriously. are. Ding, 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 ding. That's amazing. That was like it different is awesome. keys. Is and if, so you haven't, if you have not seen this video, do yourself a favor. Go check it out. It's awesome. But but no. But seriously, look it's at so American. Look at that video, and you're gonna have a good time. You're gonna laugh. Mm-hmm. Look at Sean Parnell. He's a he's a Republican congressman running in uh, Pennsylvania. In Pennsylvania, yep. in the Pittsburgh area. Mm-hmm. Look at his commercial. His fundraising commercial was was it was amazing. It was good, but it was funny. Yep. Why is it that the right is laughing and having a good time, and the left is like? Yeah, exactly, Buku. They're going like... <laughs> Good timing. Excellent timing. I hope everyone heard that. The I don't think they could hear it. Was I think, I think if you like boost the audio after the fact, they'll yeah, hear it. So the, the, our, our cat just walked and started screaming. Because <laughs> he's mad. Out. He's like, what's everybody doing? I'm waking up. No, no, but but my, my point stands. Yeah. Indeed. You, you, it, it's been this way for a while. The, the, the Donald memes are always funny and silly. Mm-hmm. But then you look at what the left is doing and everything's just like anger. That's true. And not fun. Well, they're addicted to the anger. You yeah, know? Those, man. They live, they live there, and that's all they know. They're like the fire nation. And it, it's sad, really. Yeah. It's sad. Like, I, you know, it's like we all want them to stop being so angry and, and look logically at what's happening and, you know, talk about it. And they they but they don't want to do that. And we're all just going, well, I mean, if you, we tried. Well, I'm just go eat my popcorn. Yeah. Or my, have some, That's what I was saying about nice black coffee. I was saying about Joe Biden earlier. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's trying to bridge the gap between the liberals and the far left. Yeah, but the gap is too big. So now he's too far left for liberals, but too centrist for the far left. That's yeah. right. So yeah. he's just nothing. That's so nice. he's. I mean, it's actually kind of perfect if you think about it. He's kind of this lost, meandering old guy, in in Dude. politically mentally pretty much on all, all levels that's pretty much what, what he embodies <laughs> i look at these people who uh like progressive commentators on youtube and they do miserably okay and, like they're, they're doing well they're probably all rich but relative to like moderate to conservative you know politically homeless pod like like intellectual dark web kind of people who might be progressive or conservative but are anti-sjw okay all doing really really well and I have to, and, and I, I watch a lot of these videos, and they really do just engage in a lot of sophistry. You, they, they use manipulative false arguments. They use fake news. 
And they do this. They, they do something interesting. I've noticed a lot of these these commentators. First of all, they talk about people too much. They talk True. about they talk, I, what I mean by that is each other. Like I'll talk about Congress. I'll talk about a congressman doing a thing. Like I'm talking about the government. But they'll literally talk about YouTubers. But they also do this thing where instead of researching, they just watch a video. And then instead of looking up the news and getting their facts straight, they just repeat what the, what the story says and Telephone. then complain. Yep. Right. Telephone. Just playing it. So my, the point I'm bringing up is that when I track the news and I see what's going on, this man is scary. Yes, he is. This man is very scary. I agree with you 100%. He's going he's gonna, to he's gonna get us in, in the, into the TPP in two seconds. Mm-hmm. And yep. the people who support him terrify me. Yeah, and, and if you don't know, we, we, we talked about this on Saturday, me and Ian. The TPP allows cu- countries that sell us oil to sue us if we stop using oil. Meaning we have to stay buying oil from them or they can sue us. It's so weird. And that falls on our tax money. So we would actually be looped in. If you want to go green, Biden's not going to make that happen. No. Right. He's going to bring us back into the TPP. And that, that makes us liable to keep buying oil from other countries. None of it makes sense. None of it makes sense. None man. of it does. This guy's scary. Yeah. And, I, and you know, Ted Cruz put out this video where he said it's, everything's really at stake. It really is. It really is. I agree. Man. Yep. We're, we, I, and I think even if you're like the left is saying the exact same thing. That's true. So civil, yep. civil war? I mean, and, and they make it, they, they're making it a war. They're making it so you, they're making people afraid to even talk about it. You know, it's like, and I, I, I mean, that, that, that's why I'm talking about it. You know, I'm like, people are upset you know, with funny. me just because I announced it on Facebook. And it's like, we can't have a political, I can't have a political conversation with my friends and family. We can't talk about what, what I, why I'm, I'm voting for who I'm voting for. Like, you're going to just disown me completely i'm like all right i gotta if, reevaluate who my friends are if every single person who opposed the far left insanity spoke up yeah there would be no conflict no riots no war trump and the republicans would win and it'd be over because the big corporations would stop doing what they're doing mm-hmm. they would stop pandering they would start backing away realizing that people are tired of it and it would it would it would fizzle out the police would do their job the police would get their funding the murals would be off the streets. Everything would go back to the way they were, the, the way it was 15, 20 years ago with political bickering between the Democrats and the Republicans, but the far left would be gone. Instead, too many people are scared. And the problem is the, the less likely they are to speak up, the more emboldened the far left gets. That's true. And then the less likely they are to speak up. Absolutely. So it's just getting worse because no one wants to stand up for themselves. Now, I, I, I shouldn't say no one, but a lot of people refuse to. So we'll see what happens. You know, one of the easiest things anyone can do to protest is literally just petition to write on the street. For real. You don't even got to put MAGA. You can literally just put like, you know, um, go mm-hmm. go Redskins. Go uh, go Cowboys. Whatever you want. I want I want the street to say, you I know. I want every street to Sox have World Series 2020 or whatever. I don't, or, think, I don't think they're playing. Or but, Cubs know. finally won after 109 years. Right. I mean, it was I would, a I would, years ago I would, now, I would like a, a big street mural of the Cubs. I want it all to be blue. I want, you know, there to be... You know, baseball bat and a jersey and some of the, the biggest players. And I want them all to be drawn out. That's yeah. very and, complex. And it's going to be there as long as the black eyes. It doesn't matter. And they're going to pay for it. You know what I want? Because complexity isn't an issue. I want one word. I want the word Florbo. I want nothing go. else. That's all Boom. I want. And I don't care where it is, but it should be close to the BLM. Black, Ladies and gentlemen. Blackfire Knight. Hold on. Blackfire Knight did a, uh, a $69 super chat. I saw it. I was it. like, oh, I got to read gotta this. got to read it. It's, it's kind of cool. He 
Recently, I channeled my inner Nick Cage from the movie Knowing and added up my birthday year and month and got 2029, which so happens to have a meteor coming close to Earth. Also, it's in the constellation Leo right now, and I'm a Leo. Keep up the awesome work. Oh, very and we cool. This is kind of cool. We, we got I, had, I like space stuff, so... We got a really big super chat from Fishing at Costa Rica. Unfortunately, it's Canadian $500, so oh, may as well be Monopoly. Man. I'm just kidding. Thanks for the super chat, everybody. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it is now 10.07, and we must bid you adieu. So if you haven't already, on your way out, if you'd be so kind to... Smasheth thine like button. Well, our like button. Well, it's on their screen, though. Smash our like button. Communism. Communism. <laughs> <laughs> it really does help. If, if, you, if you haven't, it really does help. Um, I guess... You know, that, that kind of interaction is good because it literally just says this video is good. And so I, I assume it means good things for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, thanks, everybody. Become a member. Thanks for the Super Chats. We do the show Monday through Friday at 8 p.m. live. We will be back tomorrow. We will have clips up throughout the day so you can always come back. We put up the episodes on all podcast platforms. Well, most of them now, right? A bunch of them, yeah. A bunch of them. We'll say few. on a bunch of but like iTunes and stuff. Yeah. And, um, you know, that's about it. You can follow us where you can follow us. But uh, make sure you subscribe if you haven't already. Hit that notification bell so that when we do go live, you get the notification in your email, and we will see you all tomorrow. Bye, guys. Good night, everybody.